let's go. Drinks on Dusty, let's start the show. Drinks on Dusty, coming in hot, coming in to blow up the spot. Guess we picking what we be drinking. We don't know what Dusty is thinking. We are here to have a good time. See where the combo may just climb. Sit back, put your drinks up. Come on, y'all, fill up your cup. Drinks on Dusty, let's go. Come on, y'all, start the show. Oh no. Last two parts so, are my favorite. Oh so no! Woo! <laughs> that I, was so intoxicated when I wrote that. That one. is exactly so how you should have been. So intoxicated, so ridiculous. Um, that was our theme song. Chris and I were just bumping out to it. But hey, everybody, welcome to the next episode of Drinks on Dusty, your favorite drinking bullshit podcast host, Dusty. I'm here, and I'm here in studio with my new desk, which I'll show Kirsten what it does. I'm Ooh. so fucking excited about it. Um, but in studio is the awesome, my college friend, uh, Kristen Hasty. Kristen Hasty, welcome Woo! to the podcast, girl. It's me. Hi. How are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Like I've said, I said the entire time, I love how excited you are to be on. It makes me very happy. I appreciate it. And um, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me after I begged. But. <laughs> you did not beg. You brought it up. I was like, "Yeah, let's fucking get Kristen on." You're like a fan, which makes me very happy. A you're a night like you're, you're a supportive person, which I really appreciate. You actually listen to the podcast, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, it's a big deal to me. It's, it's a big nice. deal when people actually listen. And like, um, I'll go on runs and I'll listen and I'll be like, "Oh, it's like Dustin's talking to me." <laughs> Dustin's drunk. It's nice. I I'm feel g- like this isn't a podcast to do when you're working out, but I mean, honestly, I listen to weird shit when I run. Do you? What do you? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, it depends on who you ask. But there's this one podcast I listen to. Um, it's called Deviant Women. And it's okay. like about historical women who like people forgot about or they did like weird shit. Like a lot. They talk a lot about like women who like were charged for witchcraft and shit like that. But it's what? fun. Wait, what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, and then they, they just discuss like what was wrong with it or no just just like what happened to them and i really like how they like discuss too um because like a lot of historical things i mean women weren't really a part of history for a long time um because we're women so you know (laughs) you know exactly um so they'll be like you know there's like theories that this is what happened like marie laveau is one she was like this like voodoo queen and she like she has a lot of like myths around her her life and like i think there was like one myth where she like killed babies and they're like they said she did this we don't know because like there's no like real records of her life so they're really good at like being like this is Something someone said. We don't know if it's true or not, but it's really interesting. I really, I love listening to like things about like powerful women who were like often forgotten or just like, you know, you know, going against the grain and like fucking shit up in history and being like, I'm here. What up? <laughs> Do you have like a favorite uh, woman of history you like to like learn about or like listen to or anything or anything like um, that? Well, not like a particularly favorite woman. I just like, I really like learning like small histories from Mm -hmm. women um but there was this uh one woman who i just recently learned about what was her name honestly now it sounds like i actually am not a fan of her because i can't remember her name (laughs) see i think when you put people on the spot like that i can't remember names i know i think i'm like blushing a lot right now because like i know i'm being recorded (laughs) hey that's it's okay only like two people listen to this and you're one of them i'm Um, one of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but like you know when people like 
they expect like if you say you like something and mm-hmm. then they'll go they'll go in on you they're like well name this then and you're like okay motherfucker i know it's that's like, so mean it's oh, like obviously mean. love the green bay packers here yeah i don't know what the fuck happened in 1951 was it fucking born don't know yes how do i remember that someone did the other day the country music they're like oh you love country music dustin and they started to play it who's this I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that that's is. It's from fucking 1655. Like, I don't know who that is. Jesus Christ. The birth like, of country music. You're not a real country music. artist because you don't, you're real. I'm like, one, not a country artist. Um, you're not a country fan because you don't know who this is. I'm like, okay. I don't remember every fucking thing, people. I feel like that person that. needs to like other things too. What do you it, mean? Well, if they're just like, I know this song from 1655. <laughs> this country music song. Like other things, like just just be like another human, a, a, like a better human with like more interests. So you're not constantly challenging people to like make yourself feel better about the one interest you have. I like that. People, yeah. yeah, people people are dicks, right? People can be dicks. People, people can, can be, be cool, dicks. but people, people can, can be, be cool. Dicks. People can be dicks. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, Kristen, what the fuck are we drinking? <laughs> oh, we are drinking gin and tonics, and I know you're not happy about it. Not happy about it. Not happy about it. <laughs> We'll I gave you the, a whiskey option. You I want to say a whiskey option, but that's not what this is. So I love when people like I love because I'm not going to not voice if I don't like something. But because the whole point is this is you pick what your favorite drink is. I drink what your favorite drink is, right? Mm. But I love how me if I go like, oh god, and so we could do this. Thing. Like, no, it's not about that. Like, it's about fucking what you want. Um, tell me. Let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Why do we pick gin and tonics? What's your favorite thing about gin and tonics? Um. Well, gin and tonics are less sugary than other drinks, and I am at an age now where that affects me, and yeah, it makes me a little sad that I'm at that age. But because, like in college, I could like, I could drink whatever. I would like vomit, and then I would rally, and then I'd be like, "Let's go!" We would go. Um, yeah, right. Isn't that crazy? I've been noticing. I, I can't. Like even today, I I got way too that cowboy hat you see over there. When I have that hat Which on. One? Both. But <laughs> I was wearing the brown one uh, out to my favorite bar. There's no Packer. I usually spend the Sundays at the Whalen, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I I had that hat on. I was like, I'm feeling real country today. <laughs> and I just showed up to this country bar where my cowboy had the bartender who I'm in love with. Um, she, she, oh, it's on your Insta. Oh, yeah. I watch your Insta, too. One day she'll listen to this podcast. I mean, I literally posted about her. Forgot that she followed me on Instagram. Posted a video of her and was like, Literally, I'm in love with this beautiful woman. Like, I gave her my Packer hat. Oh, gave it to her. Mm, now, first mm. of all, first thing. You don't give people your Packer hat this will, or I your hat. And it is a huge deal if I do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then we'll, mm-hmm. see, we'll get into the love language that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But that is number one. If I give a girl, if I, one, let a girl take my hat off, mm-hmm. it's a huge fucking deal to me. I've said this numerous times. Like, you let somebody... If people touch my hat when I'm wearing it, it literally infuriates me. Oh, man. I have taken your hat before. I apologize. Yeah, I probably hated you in that moment. It's and okay. I, probably hated, I tried to hide it, probably, but I fucking hate it. it I apologize. So like, the number is when people flick it off. Oh, that's mean. It's one, it's mean, and you're a douchebag if you do yeah. that. But, like, I just remember there'd be girls at parties like, hey, let me see your hat. I'm like, don't fucking touch mm-hmm. my hat. I don't know what it is. I hate it. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's cute. Now, when I'm into a girl... And then, like, they take it off. Then it's it's such a gamble. Mm-hmm. But if I let you do that and I don't make a scene about it, I am literally in love with you. <laughs> and it is the most easy way you can see that. List of ways to know Dustin's in Dustin love with love. you. <laughs> One, he gives you his hat. Two, nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> I, I was posting that and then someone goes, 
Um, I don't know about that, doesn't, but all I know is that I know how hats are so important to you, and she, you must absolutely like this girl. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. But I don't know where I was going with that. But so yeah, <laughs> gin and tonics uh, can't, yeah, can't handle the same shit anymore when I'm drinking at yeah. all. Like I couldn't yesterday. Mm-hmm. I needed to have a whole day off today just because I couldn't couldn't handle the amount of drinking I did yesterday. Are like, you gonna be okay tonight? Gotta recover. Oh, we're good. We good. You see, we good. I still rally like a champ a little bit. <laughs> it took a li- it took it takes way longer. Yeah. I was sitting at oh you know work and I was like this is too. I'm headache hurts so it fucking sucks. But we rallied mm-hmm. and we're ready to go now. We're ready, ready to go. go and I was excited to do this. Um, so are is gin and tonics like your go to drink to get at a bar when you go out and stuff? Typically, okay. So um, I did not grow up with a lot of money, so I have a lot of anxieties when it comes to money. And I know a gin and tonic will get me drunk, will not give me a headache the next day, and is cheaper than mixed cocktail and less sugary than wine. Okay. So that is how I. That's how you decide that. Literally, every decision of my life is like sixteen steps. So (laughs) there. You think like, you e- have to break things down a lot? Yeah. Decision? Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety. So um, I just, you know, I like to I like to really make lists, um, mostly mental lists. Okay. And um, yeah, I logic things out sometimes. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it like prevents me from doing stuff because I'm like, oh, I logic this too much. I don't know if logic is a word. but I think it should be a word. And I Thank think you. you can coin it. So I'm me and you it. are two opposite people. Oh, because I just dive head into things, ah, and I reap yep. the like the the <clears throat> or I deal with the consequences mm-hmm. as they may. Like mm-hmm. I don't even check what the weather is outside half the time, and I'll just dress like this is what I want to wear today. If I can clearly see it snowing out the window, then yeah, <laughs> and you're I'll like a jacket on. I want to wear this this cutoff, but, yeah, but um, like <laughs> it's negative sixty degrees, and I'm gonna it. pretend that's not affecting me. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah, there. I don't, I don't, I don't do step by step too much. That's okay. I, I don't. Honestly, that's a good way to live too. It is, but also that's why some shit happens though, because you just jump into things, and don't think about it. That's true. But I personally like to just go into things. So you mm-hmm. have? Do you feel like? You have to like any. How does it benefit you in a positive way and a negative way? Um, like always making steps out with process. You know, I think it it depends on the situation. Um, because sometimes like it's a good thing. You know, if I'm like, you know what, I want to jump off this like fifteen foot bridge. I'll be like, mm, let me think. Could I break my legs? Maybe I shouldn't do that. And then I don't do it, and then I don't break my legs. I've never thought of that, but like that's a good, that's a scenario I just <laughs> okay. came up with. But you know, sometimes you know, it's it's like prevented me from like doing certain things that you know could have been good. You know, could have been like cool stepping stones in my life. But I was like pretty nervous, so I didn't do it. Do you um, not like jumping into situations you have no? idea of what's going to happen then yeah i've definitely i think i like to be in control a lot because i well i think a lot of people like that yeah. um you know i just like to know that i'm gonna be okay yeah does that make sense i mean it's smart and you should you yeah should. Me, <laughs> but like, but you know sometimes like you're always gonna be okay like you're either always you're gonna be i mean there are certain instances like maybe like meth probably not gonna be okay <laughs> but like Maybe that might not be the best one. Maybe not the best choice, but like, you know, but, you know, most instances, like if I take a job that I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like that, then like worst thing that happens is I quit or I get fired, which would also suck. But like, you know, there's 
there are so many worse things that could happen in life. And I logically know that, but I usually like talk myself out of things sometimes. And, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, maybe like we should both consult each other before things sometimes, you know? Yeah. Maybe we'll come to like a medium, like like a, like a nice, like, yeah, we could talk back to each other. We're like, Hey, I'm about to jump into this. Like, Oh, Dustin, let's think about the steps. Yeah, exactly. Chris, just go for it. Yeah. I'll be like, Hey, I'm at like this like diner and this menu is like 6,000 menu items. And you'll be like, just get the pancakes. And I'll be like, awesome. Done. I would literally just put my finger down. Like, ah, that one. Exactly. And I don't do that. You won't do it. No, I think of every menu item. All right. Now, since we're on this, I think here's what's interesting. (laughs) How I really just jumped into anxiety there. I love it. No, I I love it. Um, Because I feel like I have that too. But like, I I overthink relationship things. I I talk to Okay, I get that. So I won't harp on it. But like, when it comes to like going up to a girl, Mm -hmm. I will overthink everything. Mm -hmm. I'll get make them things. But when it comes to situations in the world or like just. Meeting new people, go to this random fucking. Can you thing open and this? Oh, of course I can. Open I'm it. sorry, everybody. She's I can't open just a looks thing. At this uh, Topico Chico mineral water. Um, I'm gonna try it. I don't know. I love it. I have to try that too. Shout out to Chase who loves Topo Chico. Shout out, Chase Kneven. Um, but yeah, I'll overthink situations like that. Yeah. But I will jump head first, or just put myself in situations where, like, I'll go to a party where I know nobody. Yeah. And just. Try to make friends that way. That scares me so much. That scares you a lot? Ah, people. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I you think I I think I used to be less scared about it, like pre-COVID. Now, like, mm-hmm. I'm an introvert, which I don't know if that's surprising to anyone, but I'm like an introvert. So um, I don't typically, like, take the first step to, like, get to know someone. But I was much better at it because I had more practice. Yeah. I think it's practice. You have to practice. <laughs> To be good at things and like COVID, I didn't yeah. have to practice. So, kinda, so did you? Did you feel like you thrived or no um, in that situation? <laughs> like, I mean, not in the just like the fact of like quarantining with mm-hmm. yourself. Like, I think you you and your boyfriend moved in together or yeah. were with each other. Right? Uh huh. We were with each other. So you had that there, but did you mm-hmm. feel okay with uh, secluding yourself from people and stuff, or like? Did, did it seem natural to you? I don't know if I'm asking. This no, right. no, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, like it did. It did seem pretty natural because I'm kind of a homebody, so it yeah. wasn't too bad. It got to a point though where I was like, "Wow, I need to talk to someone yeah. who's not Gabe. He's not Gabe. <laughs> Love him, but <laughs> needs someone need else. Some new, need some new conversations. Okay. Yeah. I need to talk I, to Dusty. Yeah. A little bit, okay? I need to talk I need to, to Dusty. Dusty in the world. Where's Dusty? Where's Dusty? Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Oh, we should add that as a segment. Where in the world is Dusty? Where in the world is Dusty? Fucking nowhere. Fucking um, <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah, in my bedroom studio. I love um, it. I, I think it's just interesting because it's like, I think it that time has kind of showed people either if you are an introvert or you're mm-hmm. something like, you kind of see like, oh, I, I still do need something from other people or like I can I, I, I can almost show the, the social things that you want or the, uh, what am I trying to get at here? It showed that like people like maybe like if you're introverted and you're staying at home like so oh yeah it's a it's a dream for me like i don't have mm-hmm. to talk to anybody but mm-hmm. then if you do that for so long you're like i still kind of need to feed off well people. i mean we're humans like yeah, i mean to. a big reason why we've survived this long and dominated and done bad things is because we need people we like people. we have to like you know back in like the the 1600s you know there were well, that's a bad time because we did a lot of devastation in the. We've done a lot of dumb shit time. in our timeline, Chris but and Hasty. We've done so many bad things, but you know, back in the wayward when time, <laughs> when people were just like, "I'm going to have this little farm in the middle of nowhere, and I'm not going to talk to anyone," they 
they like probably were fine, but also like you can how much how much time can you handle your family? That's a, that's a question. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't think I would have been okay. I don't, I mean I love my family. I love my family. Oh, I wouldn't have been able to if I was staying that whole time with my family. Yeah. I would have lost my mind. I, I, I did it for like two months. I was like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Did you move? You moved back. I was. I home? did it here for a while. Mm-hmm. So I was here for most of it. But like all my roommates left, mm-hmm. and then I was in this apartment by myself for oh, wow. two three months. And I have to even say the first month I was like, this is fucking <laughs> awesome. Like I don't have to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes with how social I am. I have to have that time to calm down. So people mm-hmm. like, it's. I think it's interesting is like people don't understand that even I am as an extrovert or like I love to be with people, mm-hmm. but I give so much out that I have to have a time to be like, I mm-hmm. will sit in my room. That's why I think when some people it's like, oh, what are you doing on Saturday? I'm like, I'm in my room because I have to chill because yeah. I'm so social nonstop yeah. when I'm out with people. Like I get nervous if we're in a room, like in meetings, like when I'm in meetings now with my new position, I feel the need to talk all the time or like... I want, I need to connect with somebody. Like mm-hmm. I said, if they want me to work at home, I have to work at home because if I'm with people, I'm going to feel like I need to talk to yeah. them. Like, maybe, like this is, oh, I, to, I can't like focus. People. I need to connect with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, that. it was just, it was nice for a couple, like a month to just be alone. And then I realized like I'm strike. I have to feed off people. I feed off people's energy. I feed off uh, meeting new people. We mm-hmm. did this strength finder thing that, I would encourage anybody to do. And it's kind of finding what your strengths are as a person. My number one strength was something called woo, which is, (laughs) which is one hysterical. That's the one I got. Woo. Look at that, (laughs) which is hysterical. That's the one I got. But Mm -hmm. a lot of it is based on, I feed off energy of strangers. I'll go into a room and meet strangers and I feed off of that new energy. And I want to meet new people, Mm -hmm. which I think was like, that's fucking me to a T. I love doing that. Um, I don't know where we're getting with that, but everyone can like find people. their strength finder. We like people. Everybody needed – I think everybody needs like a health – everybody's everybody's extrovert, introvert levels. Like nobody is 100% extroverted. Mm-hmm. Like nobody is like I need to be around people all the time, constantly, yeah. forever. And if you are, maybe you need to go to therapy because like that's not good. But no. then nobody else – nobody is also like I need to be alone forever and no, not and talk to anybody because then you also need to go to therapy because that's not a good. That's not good. But like – you know, I think everybody's levels are different. Like you could be like 80% extrovert, 20% introvert. And I could be like, I'm probably more like 60% introvert, 40% extrovert. Hmm. Okay. You think but, so? I don't know. I pulled that out of my ass. But yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, at this current exact moment, I was really excited to come on this podcast because I was like, woohoo, I got to be extroverted with Dusty. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, from the years, we've known each other for... I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, all right. Uh, um, I met you in 2013. 2013. So uh, do the math. Less seven, than 10 years. six, seven. Eight, eight, don't make me do math. Right eight, now. eight, eight. We'll say eight. Eight, <laughs> eight years. Don't about eight years. Yes. And we'll get into that a little bit. But like, I, I've seen kind of you grow in that way where it's like I think you always seem like a kind of shy, introverted person, mm-hmm. and you've seen like now when we go out, like I see you going out talking to people and shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's fucking awesome. Thank you. I like extroverted Kristen. Thank you. She's trying. Um, I never got into I fucking hate gin and tonics. Um, can I be fully honest with you? Yes. I'm going to apologize to Chase Gus. We can even. I hate Topo Chico. Does it suck? It's gross. Woo! <laughs> my, my brother-in-law. So there's this. It's mineral water, right? Read, read the yeah. bottles. Yeah. What is it? So we can be okay, like, fuck so this thing. Is, don't ever buy uh, it. Literally pour that drink out and make a new one. I want to taste it. I'm going to taste it alone because maybe you it's taste better. taste it alone? Mm-hmm. So it's a mineral water, a carbonated mineral water. My 
brother-in-law is obsessed with these, Ugh. and I thought... There's 15 milligrams of sodium. Look at fucking Chris. That's just Nancy. salt. Wow, she's judging the healthy choices. But, ooh, lots of calcium. Okay. See, I don't know anything about it. I just know that <laughs> my brother-in-law liked it. I saw it, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll try this out. I'll give it an option. That's really sweet. But we hate it. Kristen hates it. That's okay, though. No one has ever done that on the podcast. They've never been like, I don't like this. I so fuck you, Chase Kneven. No, 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 no. no. Fuck Chase Kneven. You, you take that back. You we'll take put this back. in the the tagline. We fucking hate Topo Chino, <laughs> Topo Chico. Topo don't Chico. fucking buy it. It's a mineral carbonated water. It fucking sucks. Okay, I hope Chase listens to this and knows that I'm on his side too. No, he only I listens just to don't the like podcast. He's Chico. on the selfish prick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, fuck. Chase. But yeah, say it, say it, Kristen. Say it loud. Say it no. Say it right now. Okay. That'll be the trailer. Fuck, Fuck Chase Kneven. But I also still love you very much. Okay, see, do you feel... I, I don't feel bad. I, hey, Chase, I don't love you. You Bye. know, I actually... I think I have like a really... I don't know what's, what happened to me as a kid where like... But I like... Let's dive into it. I have to... I don't feel good being... I don't like being bad. Like being mean. I don't like being bad. I don't like being bad. <laughs> okay, that sounds weird, but I don't like being mean. So like there's like you know how in like video games sometimes you can like choose like good or evil? Yeah. I never choose evil. You never choose evil. Ever. You never just want to like live Ever. that live that kind of lifestyle. No. No, and if I do, like I have to compensate with like good deeds. Like I do good things in the game to like compensate. And I no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. I know See, it doesn't. How do you, you can't critique that. It's like, yeah, Chris just wants to be a good person, <laughs> which is like fucking awesome because a lot of people fucking aren't. And I love, I think it's like so innocent of you and I love that about you. I know it's like innocent, you, but I just don't like it. It's it feels so gross. natural for you. Like it doesn't, you know how some people, you can meet people mm-hmm. um, that they, they're trying to be nice and you mm-hmm. can tell that it's fake. Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite thing about you is you're nice, and I know you're being nice. Like, I know you're not. Like, I know when you say, oh, I love your podcast, Dustin. I know I'm like, oh, Kristen actually likes my podcast. Or, like, I like talking to you, Dustin. Like, well, I'm really bad at lying, so. You're really bad at lying? I'm really bad at lying. Ooh, so, yeah. so you just can't Also, is this my pour-out drink? I can be whatever you want it to Great, be. Great, because I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chase. All right. Drinks on Dusty first. <laughs> Kristen is not, is pouring out the fucking... Uh, <laughs> I love that though. I love that you you feel like you have to. I, you can't lie, so you're not good at lying. I just hate lying. So then, if people, like do you feel like you're forward if if I if you don't oh, what's the word? You don't settle, right? Like so, if someone's if you don't like something, you're to tell me you don't like it. No, see, it's weird. Um, I just don't say much. I'm just like ah yeah yeah okay. Because I also like I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm already like a little tipsy, but Let's it's fine. Go. Let's go. <laughs> I don't drink very much. So, woo, drinks on Dusty. I'm gonna count Coming in hot. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I feel like anytime I like don't like something, I can sometimes I'll be like, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. And that's not mm. cool. Um, but I'm also, I feel like I'm pretty good at being like kind of devil's advocate and like seeing people's sides of things. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes from like having like a lot of anxiety and like having like a family with a history of like a lot of mental, men- mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've like grown up with like a lot of like being able to see like how people's anxieties manifest themselves. And I feel like a lot of the times when someone is like being mean to me, or like doing something mean. I can be like, mm, you're anxious. Great. <laughs> yeah. And like, 
I don't always take it well. I don't. Sometimes it like really like gives me anxiety and I don't like do well. Um, or like sometimes I just like don't like what how what they like or what they're doing or whatever. Okay. And I'll I'm okay to say no, but I'm also willing to like give it a try. Okay. And I'm also willing I'm also like I also really like people it's fucking rude. Um <laughs> I also, Stupid you know, messenger. I'm not like a picky person. So like, no. you know, if you wanted to listen to country, I'd be like, you know, it's not my favorite, but okay. Be honest. Great. You hate country music. Right? I don't hate it. No. You walked into my room, there's country music playing, you fucking hate it. No, it. no, no. I grew up in a very small town. So like. You did. I understand it. And I don't hate it. Because sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's going to be good country music. But that does not happen often. But that does not have to happen. But with me, <laughs> so, it's nonstop country music. Yes. I feel like I got a little like off kilter there. I don't know what I'm saying about what would we even start talking about? We knows. might need to cut Th- this part. Knows? I'm who not knows? sure. If, if anyone listens to this and thinks I'm like, oh, Dustin's going to be on the same track the entire time, you're fucking wrong. You're and wrong. Because <laughs> we go off and off the entire time. Um, I like that. Do you feel like you're a big peep? A big people pleaser? Oh, 100%. Yep. Yes. And I actually like think that sometimes that's like to the detriment of my like my own what I want you know why do you find it as a detriment because you know I think something that does bring me joy is like making other people happy and comfortable Mm -hmm. um but you know and in the moment you know I'm like yeah this is what I want to do like I want to like be there for you blah 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 and then sometimes I'm like wow my needs weren't met you know does that make sense no it does because I'm definitely the same way like that like mm-hmm. sometimes i will put everyone's um thing first before my feelings mm-hmm. or whatever everyone's feelings first for mine mm-hmm. and it's like you're taking care of people and you're like oh I, yeah no i didn't want to do that or i didn't like i put myself second a lot so i totally yeah understand that. but in the moment you're like yeah of course because it's kind of like it's either like a knee-jerk reaction or you're just like you genuinely like want yeah, to you do want that. to help yeah but it's it's almost finding i think it t- comes with time though like finding that I found more. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that anymore. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna do that. For oh, you know, I feel like, like I've done that. I, I've, so? I've been able to grow a little bit. Not, a, not. A, I mean, no. It's I, in your. Na- it's like your yeah. natural. Like it's it's naturally yeah. there with you. So yeah. you're naturally gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, I got a lot of therapy. So like, I just like I had therapy today, and I was like, Julia, you know what I Julia, do? and I have to talk about it. So I think it's important. Tell me what therapy does for you. Like so. I mean, um, I mean, I told you like I come from a, a family like with mental health issues, and I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed to like say that. Um, and so like I grew up like knowing that that was like a thing, but it was also like not like super openly talked about. It was just like a thing we knew was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, we all were kind of affected, and my family, like my mom, was like super super great about not making it like. Um, in like high school, I realized like, oh wow, I'm depressed. <laughs> like, yeah. Huh? Something's wrong. Um, and so then I started going to therapy, sh- but mostly in college. Like I had like a relationship that was like really, really, really hard on me, mm-hmm. and so I started going to therapy. And it was really this just- like a romantic relationship or like a yes, French it was a romantic relationship. And um, yeah, I just ended up, you know, really needing a third party person to really like, you know, break it down, break it down and be like, why did I, why did you like get into this relationship? Like in the first place, why did you decide like this was how you should be treated? And why did you decide like, why do you feel like, why are you treating yourself like this? And, you know, to have someone who's apart from the situation to just like, you know, 
talk to and like mm-hmm. what's that word like not why, why do you want to say backboard that's not the thing uh bounce or um uh, no back uh, uh sounding board sounding board, sounding board. yeah ha, we found it yeah. and i would like to take i'm very proud of myself for finding that word yes you just, that was all credit all to credit dustin. to dustin and mm-hmm. yes thank you very much absolutely we'll see you next time have a good rest of your day yes drinks on dusty hot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's what therapy is. I think it's just really important. I think everybody should be able, should, I mean, I think that therapy should be free because I think that a lot of our issues would be maybe not resolved, but like lessened by everybody having a, someone who's just not a part of a situation to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And who's not there to judge you just to like talk to you. Um, I, I appreciate that though. I I think you're totally right. And I think it's so looked i don't know if looked down on as a thing or it's i think it's not as much of a stigma but it's like people just well like you should i love i'll say it again i said it last time is i love the people that are so open about it mm-hmm. my friends on instagram are like yeah i love going to th- i love that they're so open about that and mm-hmm. i i work towards being that but i think everybody's therapy can be different like i said oh, yeah. this, like i was telling you earlier this thing this fucking stupid ass podcast is my therapy like i love doing that i love talking about it yeah. i love to get whatever out uh-huh. and that's when like even when i told you when i was texting you about this tonight and i was like yeah my day was sh- like just wild it was a wild day like yeah. I had a rough day and but you're like oh if you, i don't want you to feel whatever i'm like no i was looking like this was i i will never cancel a podcast because i love doing it it makes me so happy because okay. i was like i get to learn about you i get to talk to kristen i get to talk to her without all these fucking college people around us yeah and like, fuck you, like, I get to know kristen and talk one-on-one <laughs> um but yeah Aww. i just i pre- i love that you uh do that for yourself that's fucking awesome thank you yeah i mean i, I mean it, t- it takes a lot you know to be at yeah. that step that that's what you want to do and like on i mean people can find therapy in many ways like some people like go on a hike that's their therapy you know and there's nothing wrong with that i think like i was actually thinking about this the other day like astrological signs i don't get them like do is that don't understand is are you talking about like the like the fucking like like, are you a gemini i don't get them either i don't get them either i sound so stupid thing that no you don't you don't sound stupid well if you think i'm stupid then you sound stupid but if you don't think i'm stupid then you don't No, just the fact that i didn't understand what astrological signs are and i should oh no no that's not stupid no i don't I don't understand that people are like, oh, you're such a Capricorn. It's That's like, like what it's the fuck like does where that even the moon mean? was, and it's really like a kind of belief that like the whole world just kind of like the the universe, ran by the, moon. the universe. Well, no, not necessarily the universe the moon. is ran by the moon, Kristen. Yes, that's that exactly what, what I right meant. Uh huh. Yeah, me? I'm gonna get calls tonight, and you just know it. That's so. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it's like the universe is all kind of like working together, and like the way you were, how you were created, when you were created, all that stuff really does have to do with who you are. Yeah. And I can totally see why people think that. I can't wrap my head around it. But I also like that's one of those things that like someone will talk to me about and I'll be like, I don't really agree. I don't understand it. But like I see how it helps you and Mm -hmm. I see how it like makes you like have like a hope and a good like something, something that you can hold on to and you feel like it is giving you purpose and meaning in this life. Mm-hmm. And why would I take that away from you? If it's not hurting anyone away, hurting hurting anyone at all, like, I'm not going to... Who am I here to... Who, who am, am I, I to tell you that you're that? wrong? Because also, like, what For the sure. fuck do I know about the world? What do I fucking know? I mean, I think people, everybody in the world should have that mindset. Like, what the fuck do I know? Like, yeah, yeah. you should think that. If that makes you comfortable... And it helps you with whatever it is. And it doesn't hurt others. That's that's like my only thing is like, you know, if you believe that like killing other people is going to like make you have like a a 
like a purpose in life, then I don't agree with that. Yeah. But like, if you're like, I like holding this crystal gives me like feelings of like joy and happiness. Like, awesome. Fucking yeah. hold that crystal. Hold that squeeze crystal. that thing. Not, I'm not going to call it weird. I'm not going to like, yeah, that makes no. you like that. I mean, that's the big ex- distinction, right? You're yeah. not harming anybody. No. You could think or do or handle situations in the best way you want. That's it's the same way with like believing in God. Like, yeah. like it's like the point of like people arguing like, well, you can't, you can't make it, you can't see it or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, how, you can't tell me to be like, no, I can't tell mm-hmm. you to believe in it. Yeah. I believe in it and I don't have to explain to you why yeah. it is. I mean, I just do. So it's. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I'm, I also like, I believe in God. I mean, it's yeah. the way I was raised. It's like something that has given me hope and it's given me like something to like latch on to. And <laughs> someone the Catholic t- religion is a bunch of bullshit half the time, but yeah. Oh, no, I agree. <laughs> like the that damage fucking- that has been done as well. Oh, and, yeah. and, but like, I think something that we also need to acknowledge is like the damage that can be done by a, by a belief in a faith. Like, I mean, if you yeah. believe in like astrological signs and you think like all Scorpios need to like be imprisoned or something, Maybe let's talk, Maybe let's talk and, and say no. And say but nah. and like we also no. need to acknowledge like Christians like fucking the Inquisition like that was bad like shit like that not okay <laughs> and you you can't ever justify that with like a faith but you also like like you know I believe in God and I hope people would be cool with that and you know if if they're yeah. not cool with that then like. What am I do I'm not hurting anyone. Literally. Why, no I'm one. I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not I'm not forcing anything on you, you know? You are such a nice person, Kristen. Thank you. I really I try. Are <laughs> you though? I don't think you try though. I don't think you have to try. Oh, you just are. Thank you. And a lot, not a lot of people are. And I, I think what if don't ever let that go. Like I, you're just genuinely a nice person. You know, sometimes on the subway though, I'm not. I mean, fuck it. The subway's so a mean. fucking menace and they can all go fuck themselves. Okay. Sometimes like someone will be slow in front of me and I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. You know, you know what's the worst thing that's on the subway is when you have a bag and then they just <sighs> simple things. Take your backpack off, put it between your legs. Just yeah. do it. Just oh, do yeah. it. Just yeah. do it. Don't like and people like stand in front of the door and then don't move thinking like I have to have this spot on the no. subway. Shut up and move. Like mm-hmm. just make it easier for people. Sometimes I do have to admit I do like squ- I like squeeze by the bar and I'm like, make yourself as small as possible. Oh, I just leaned so far away. Make yourself as small as possible to the bar. So I do, I do things like that sometimes, but that's okay. I mean, we all have our, we all have our faults. So um, yeah. if I ever see you on the train, I'll be like, all right, Kristen, figure it out. But like, fuck up. You're a small girl. Like you can do that. I gotta be like, I gotta move the fuck out the way. Um, <laughs> it's fucking it's oh the subway is the literally every every, I, every human's <sighs> bad instinct or like yeah just brings out the worst in humans yes, it's yeah. so ridiculous i i agree i agree you know um you can see how good a person is by how they handle the subway system it's true you know there's like tests like i i don't know sometimes i read things and i i don't know if like if it's factual or if like even factual. Real, like where you like maybe but like on my Instagram brain's like some shit yeah my brain's like yeah that makes sense. That's and right. then I'm like, all right, Let's bye. Go <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Um, but there's like apparently this test and I would hope someone will comment and correct me if I'm completely fucking wrong. <laughs> but um, it's like uh, the grocery cart test. And if you like, oh, have you heard of this? Yes. yes. It's uh-huh. if, if humans can like uh, not be or can be self-governing or mm-hmm. um or if they can be self-governing or why we need a government system is the yes is the, yeah yes and it's it's funny like my dad will always he'll take carts just randomly from the parking lot and put them away 
Like mm-hmm. the reason I'm like, because I, I will say I, I'm a good person. I feel like I'm a good person. I try to be a good person. Well, um, I'm here to I tell you why you're and, um, <laughs> and I mean, it comes from my parents. Like my parents are really, really good people. Like they, mm-hmm. they do shitty things. They say shitty things. And I'm like, you know mom dad stop it but like they run a charity like a christmas charity for like families who can't afford christmas they'll like go and get gifts they'll like raise money to get gifts for these kids so that they have something to open on christmas and then they'll like get meals and someone's house shut out mama and papa hasty i know they're just really good people and like it's it's I don't know. I mean, like, I get that. I get that from my family. Like, my my they they really like set an example. Like, you need to, like, I mean, and it it also like they're very faithful people, mm. and sometimes to a point where I'm like, mm, stop. But also like, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> but, no, 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 no. But like, they also like, I don't know. They my dad takes grocery carts from random places in the in the 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 grocery the walmart parking lot and he'll just put them away in the skagway yeah and my mom literally my mom would probably kill for us like her kids she she would murder someone if i like if i killed someone i would call her and she'd be like all right i'm very disappointed in you but like let me grab a shovel damn yeah which i don't know if that makes you a good person accomplish and murder her (laughs) i re i rescind everything i said (laughs) (laughs) she is nuts Nah, she probably actually would. I don't know what she would do. She'd be really upset with yeah, me, though. Yeah, parents are gonna be. They're gonna be a lot. I think a lot of moms would be like that. Um, <laughs> so your mom and dad are big. You're good people. They're good people. They're, yeah. they're your role models. You look up to them a lot. Yeah, you know. But I also, you know, I think everybody has faults, and you gotta be yeah. able to be like, no, no you one's know? perfect except for me. Um, except for literally. Dusty. Get- um. So I know we didn't. I, <laughs> we just went on a lot of uh, tangents yeah. there. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so I wanted to get into how we know each other, our connections, yeah. which is like my favorite thing to do on the podcast is uh, talk about that. But mm-hmm. so I think what's interesting, and I want your opinion on this, mm-hmm. is I think a lot of it was like we went to college together. We mm-hmm. did the whole theater scene and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, you were two years younger than me? Yes, I right? believe so. So you came in when I was a junior, if I'm correct. Yes. So we never we talked right yeah but so our we i don't even know if i could call us friends like we were friends no i was gonna say we weren't really friends we We were were acquaintances acquaintances friendly acquaintances you were in the uh my sister sorority willard wait your sister was in willard no sister no like oh kids sorry well, no, wow. is that what you call it? Like, a yeah, it is a sister size. sorority. I thought you meant your sister's sorority. Sister, no, or and the, I was like, the sorority what? that was right next to uh, my fraternity. Yeah, we were um, neighbors. We were neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. But so we were never like. Uh, I think what's cool is I think mm-hmm. you're kind of the first person on this podcast that I've had from college that like we were never like good friends. Nope, never had anything bad to say about you. Really didn't know you though. Yep. Um, and I think you told me something that I can't. I'm trying to remember right now, and maybe it'll come to me. But like your opinion of me in college or whatever, and but I I don't know like what was how do you I think with the years that when we moved to the city together, Mm -hmm. we obviously hang around the same kind of people. We are friends of friends a lot. Yeah, like you're one of my good friends. Julia is one of your good friends. Yeah, right. And like we're always connected that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're now that we've gotten older, like I think you know you throw all those kinds of things out, and it's like I would Mm -hmm. consider us friends. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I would. Um, but I want to know what Although was your... Although you've never invited me to the Waylon, and I'm very upset about it. 
You okay? Everyone knows where I'm at all the time. Everybody's always aware. I, I need would a formal invite numerous invitation. Wesleyan people there to come to the Wayland. I need a formal invitation okay. that come is to the like, Wayland it's, this it's Sunday. Written out. I need Sunday night. I need it written out. Like okay. it needs to be like Sunday. The the what is Sunday? The twelfth. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know. I have a show this know. week, so I can't do Ooh, it. Yeah, actress. I'm an actor. Um, yeah, you are an actor. Anyway, um, sorry. But I like our you. our connection, like what our opinion of it, like how we. We've grown into, or whatever we are. I don't know fucking know that. I don't know how to word that at all. We've evolved. We've evolved, right? <laughs> I don't know. But like, what was your, our, how do you think, why do you think we didn't talk as much in college or anything? Um, I think I was definitely intimidated by you. Um, big deal. Yeah, you big deal. Um, I mean, I've, I've like, str- I, I struggled a lot, like, with, like, feeling, like, where my, like, where what I what boundaries I could cross and whatnot and where I belonged, yeah. What do you mean by boundaries? Like? <clears throat> um, I mean, well, like the small town that I came from, like it was it was odd, it was odd, very judgy place. Um, and okay. like honestly, anybody who gets defensive about that, if like anybody in my hometown listens to this podcast and they're like defensive, <laughs> I'll be like, you know what, you were the problem. Like, think about it. <laughs> you were the fucking problem. okay. <laughs> but uh, so I often like felt like I I couldn't like approach certain people because they were like too cool and you were too cool (laughs) now here's what i think that's what i was trying to get in because i remember you telling me that once and i was dumbfounded i was like what (laughs) i have never felt cool in my life i will say the only coolest time i ever felt was sometimes in college because i was the footballish dude that was in the theater department yeah Um, i'll get you but explain that to me. Um, okay, Heighten so, my ego a bit okay. so the people that think I'm a fucking loser be like, some people thought I was pretty fucking cool. I don't think you're a loser. I don't think I've ever thought you were a loser. Um, when I first I met you, true. I remember very vividly the day I met you. Uh, it was a party at Zeta Psi, and I had just joined Willard. And you... We're in, I think we were, we were Zeta on. I was by fraternity. Yes. Willard was a uh, christened sorority. Yes. And we were neighbors. And so there was like a party at the Zeta Psi house. And. Those parties sucked. Yeah. yeah I well, I don't know. I said it. Zates. <laughs> I fucking said it. They all oh, sucked. Oh, Um, But I was, I we were on like one of the upper floors and um, someone had brought me because I had just joined and I was like drinking. This was the first college like party I'd been to. And I was, I didn't do, I didn't do anything in high school. Like I drank like a couple times, but I didn't like go out to parties. I was like very, and I also come from like a tiny, tiny town where when we did party, it was like we were in a, like a barn. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's what I we live did. For that, actually. So I mean, I didn't do a lot, and then I got to college, and I was like, I'm gonna be free. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna soar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm eagle. Not give a shit. Woo, caca. Yeah. So I would do that, and I went, I went to Zeta Psi with some girls. I don't even remember who the girls were, but I and I don't. I remember I met you, and you were like leaning against the the door, <laughs> and you were like. So, uh, who are you? And I was like, <laughs> No, I did. That, that's what I uh, said. Yeah, I don't know. It was like along those lines. I'm, I'm. <laughs> who are you? Okay, you were you you said I something. I don't remember this at all. You, of course you don't, because I was a random was lemming in this world of Dustin. I didn't know this world. Of Dustin. <laughs> so, the world. Uh, the world. Dustin's world, like Wayne's world, but different. Um, <laughs> and you, I don't remember, but I. I remember like meeting you and being like, whoa, this man, he's like not a boy, he's a man, what? And I was like, oh, wow, he's talking to me. And like, I was like, 
whoa, I was like intimidated. I was like, this, this like, I I thought you were really cute too. I was like, this cute guy, he's like talking to me and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then you just like, you talked to me for a second and I I don't remember if you like hung out for a bit or if you left, but- I was probably way too drunk. I don't remember, you probably were and you probably left. And then I remember going into someone's room and I drank Everclear for the first time and then I don't remember anything. Oh my God, was that- Everclear is one. That's the first thing I've ever drank. I've talked about this what? before. That's the first drink I ever had. That's in not my a good life. first. Drink. It was horrible. Yeah, it was rough. I don't remember the rest of that night. Well, but I do remember. As you should. Oh, oopsies! I hit the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. That's so funny to me. I yeah. was definitely am not cool at all. Um, I was always very timid during those. I was very nervous around sorority girls. I never felt like that kind of like the good looking for like whatever. I felt so uncomfortable half the time. I really, I just literally, I was like, I probably left to go to a theater party because I was like, that's where I felt cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like with the fraternity houses, I was like, the sorority girls were calm. It always seemed like these really rich, beautiful girls that I just didn't understand how to talk to. That's part of my anxiety that I guess like I'm so bad at that. And it's like, I'll, I've, do I've done okay in the world in my life with the ladies? I guess I've done all right, but like I get so nervous around girls in that that uh, scene. So I mm-hmm. think during college I was always so uncomfortable. That's so those. funny. It did not appear that way, but That's, I mean, I guess looking back, I could be like, I guess I could see that. I but, didn't know how to yeah. talk to any sorority girls ever. I'd oh, be like, there. I knew numerous sorority girls. I'm like, they're so beautiful. I don't know how to even talk to them. I always felt like this, like when I was in high school and like most of college i felt like i was like this like 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 plain jane like little like plain nothing jane? i don't know what i'm trying uh, what, what's there's a word for it like, i think plain jane makes sense plain I get jane. It. I get yeah you. i was like I very like blah and i that's how i felt i don't know you know you're definitely not blah thank you okay. very much i, I appreciate understand. it i'm flipping my hair yeah, flip you your hair that. flip your hair back. Um, gabe you got a good one yes gabe <laughs> hear that if you ever listen to this i'm great <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I was, I always felt like very self-conscious. And so like when you talked to me, that was such an ego boost, Dustin. And that's why I remember it. That's so. And so I remember you. Woo. I'm definitely not on that level anymore, but I appreciate that. That makes me feel very good. Um, no, I love that though. I mean, it, that's nice, but that's, that's so interesting. It's like Mm -hmm. little things like that. I mean, I, I can't believe I even had that kind of power on anybody. So that's fucking crazy Mm -hmm. or, or thing. But I think. That's that's awesome. But I we never then it's like years go by and like again we know each other. I don't know how many shows have we done together? I don't think we did any. I'm trying to think oh, if we ooh, did ooh. We, we definitely did it. Trojan t- Women. Huh? Trojan Women. Trojan Women we did that Remember one. Remember that right? one? Um but we've done a couple shows together, but we never Happy sauce. Do you remember Happy Sauce? Stacy oh Merritt. Fucking God. With Drew Valaika and uh That was the one else, I did. No, you no, that was it. my last it. show. You were in oh it. Oh my god! I you was the hot that. girl, and I was yes. like, I was like, how did I get this? Ah. Oh my god! So this show, so um, in our college, we had these things called student director one act. Mm-hmm. So that was we had so many things where people would be like, I forget people are listening; they might not know. What I know, we're right? About. It's crazy, right? That's why it's always like, what the fuck are you talking about? But so. That was my senior year was like the best year of my life in college, other than maybe freshman year. But senior year was so fucking dope. But so we do these student director one act. So what it is is like 
your uh every acting major, any theater major has to direct a one act. Did you mm-hmm. just break the glass? No, I just it there's condensation, it's like sticking. This to is it a new desk, it. Kristen. Okay. I apologize. This costs me a lot of money. Okay. I am so sorry. Don't break my fucking desk. Is this Wisconsin? I don't fucking know. Is this Idaho? I don't fucking know. I don't know what this is. I don't know is. what it is. Anyways, either. I'm so sorry I interrupted. Yeah, you cut me off. Ugh. Um <sighs> Wow. So every theater major, if I'm correct, has to direct a one act, right? Yes. A one mm-hmm. act is a... Just like a 30-minute play. 30 minutes. Mine was... My, the one I directed was like 15. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's one act of a show, right? I wrote some. That was Did fun. you? That's yeah. awesome. But so this show called Happy Sauce, my one of my good friends, Stacey Merritt, wanted me to be in it. And I had just done all my... like I had no other show. Like Trojan Women was supposed to be my last one. Mm-hmm. And I was getting roped into doing this. And I looked at Chris... I looked at Stacey and I go, I'll do the show for you. But I'm ad-libbing a shit ton. <laughs> and I... anything was on the I fucking... That show... I was... Our good friend Drew that's been on the podcast. I was just saying shit to make him break. Every time. <laughs> yes! I would look at him and I would like... I go, and Stacy just did, gave no fucks because she's just doing it for her credit. Yeah. She's like, live your life, Dustin. Because <laughs> I remember Jack was like, he is so lucky. He's our Jack Parker is one of our directors, theater or college professors. He told me after, he's like, you're so lucky you're graduating because I would have yelled at you for what you did. I'm like, it was fucking funny though, wasn't it? it like, was I was making up shit left and right. But that's hysterical. You were the hot girl that walked out. I, or, I don't even I can't even remember it. That's so funny. Yeah, I remember that. I was the dream. I was dream girl. That was my dream title. Because you know the sauce like if made you I hallucinate. I saw a goddamn video of that fucking show. I'd lose my shit. I would love to have a screening. Was it just the three of us, or was there a? Another? I have no idea. Monty. Monty. Monty was in it. Monty, he was yeah. the salesman. Oh my god. Oh oh my god. One of my lines was. <laughs> Something like, we want to drive off in a 1994 Toyota Corolla. Oh, my God. How do you remember that? I just, I, I can't remember, remember weird things. I, I remember, like, I, re- I will remember everybody. If someone tells me their birthday, I will always remember the month, at least. You have a good memory like that? I don't know. Or if I just, I remember dumb things or things that, like, don't. I remember things that made no head. fucking sense. I can remember certain stories from back in the day, but. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah, I love that show, show though. So that it's show in my was funny. It's my, I would it's in love my brain. to go through. We should uh, get that together. But we did <laughs> some shows together. But then I'm trying. Like we, I'm trying to think when we like. Damn it! If you keep, what are you doing? Put it <laughs> it's on a different, I'm just. You, I don't know put, what to do. Hey, Kristen, learn how to do a coaster. What are you doing? I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I just get rid of the. I don't give a shit. Um. Why do you have a coaster? What? You have, why do you have a coaster if you don't give a shit? I don't know. I just put it on. It was like an ambiance thing. It's an ambiance thing, Chris. <laughs> That's all it is. You see, what fucking. I was like, it's a whole thing. It's you put like thing. you put my picture on here. This I is put. the cutest picture. Oh, so I. Put, <laughs> this is telling. <laughs> so me and Kristen at a one of the weddings I went back for. Um, my good friends Bo and Winston, um, my favorite gay boys, got married, and <laughs> I, Kristen and I took this. Polaroid, right? That's what that is. We took this Polaroid together. And I don't know if it was because we were both fucked up, or maybe I was the only one that was fucked up. I don't remember. But (laughs) we, I remember raving about that picture with you Mm -hmm. and being like, this is the greatest picture I've ever taken. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that fucking hates every picture ever taken of me. Mm -hmm. If people show me a picture of me, I'm like, don't show me that. I will literally hate myself. Like, it's, Mm. it's so weird. That's the anxiety, whatever it is. I get you. I get you. 
I hate it though. Fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. But you showed me this picture and I was just like, that's a good picture. That it's picture, a great picture. Really great. It's, a, it's a literally great picture. So I've had that picture on my um, counter and I think I already told you, but I, the fact of like I when our Julia was in here, I go, I just have to say this. Um, I have a picture of Kristen just on my desk and I know it's a little weird, but like it's strictly for her when she comes on the podcast. Um, just letting you know, that's why there's a random picture of Kristen AC just on you know, my fucking, you know. in my it's not bedroom. Weird. Not weird, not weird. Um, not weird. Could be a little weird if I, maybe probably, it's probably more weird than I explained it. Um, no. But no. we were raving about that picture and uh, I love picture. it. It was great. I don't know why we were so obsessed with no, it. No, I don't know. I'm, I was a little sad you wanted to take it because I wanted to take it. So I made us take a second one and that second one is, is on my mirror at home where I, I hold the my mirror? Polaroids. Yeah, I have Aww. all my Polaroids there. Aww. Yeah. See, so like, I I mean, getting back to the connection, I mean, it's just, I think it's interesting. Someone like I wasn't like that close with in college at all. Mm-hmm. And then it's obviously we grow up and I'm like, you're like one of my favorite people here. Like, I love Stop. talking to you and being around you. Oh. Like, I'm like, oh, Kristen's coming. All right, cool. I don't know. Oh, stop. I, I don't know if you happy. feel the same. You don't have to, you don't have to feel do. the same. But no, it's, I a, do. it's nice to have that. It's like, because I think sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have people with college where, if we, we go and go to our little Friendsgiving, I felt very uncomfortable the entire Friendsgiving. Oh. I think when we mix, I think sometimes we mix all those college people together. There's just like, it, we either result back to something that I'm not wanting to get into. Yeah. Or I'm just like, I don't know where I fit in here anymore. Yeah. I but get with that. you, it's always like, it's an easy thing to connect with. Like, we literally went outside and like talked or whatever like when we were we at a the party we, yeah, we did the doctor oh my god our, we our pretended we were bit. doctors we pretended we were on Grey's Anatomy while we were cooking <laughs> fucking turkey I was like Kristen get a fucking get a, get a 10 blade you gotta do a tracheotomy right now um, but I think for some reason I, I it's it's naturally easy for me to talk to you be around you you know I think- which is why I wanted you on here to be uh-huh. like I think it's somebody that I wasn't that close with mm-hmm. and yet through all these years, for some reason, we like I'm like I've connected almost better than you than I have with some people that I was really close with in college mm-hmm. and stuff. I think we are more similar than you think we are. You think so? Yeah. So okay. So I'm a I'm a I'm a drinks on dusty fan. Um, just want to point that out to everybody who's listening who is not a drinks on dusty fan. Um, Fuckers. <laughs> fuck you. Um, so I was listening to your most recent podcast. You're the one where you just did it alone. And there were a lot of things that you said that I was like, yeah, I feel that way too. Like, um, so there's this test. I don't know why I did this motion. You can't see the motion, but I, I did it. this motion. I like it. She did like uh, a little wave with her arms like, and everything. Um, <laughs> and... So there's this test that um, it's called the Enneagram test. And I feel like a lot of like Christian people use it, like psycho Christian people use it. But I like it a lot <laughs> because you know how you have like the Myers-Briggs tests. Like I'm an INFJ introvert. I'm um, going to pretend like I know what that is. But okay. You've you probably, should send me that test though and I'll do it. I will definitely send you the test. So the Enneagram test is nine numbers. It is like a one through one through nine, and you just align with one of them. You have like other characteristics with other the other ones, um, and um, you might have a wing or something, whatever. Yeah. But um, I am a six, and the six is the loyalist. And when you talked about loyalty, I was like, oh. Dustin and I are the same. Done. And when you talked about love languages Wait, too, six is the highest. No, no, no. Nine is the highest. Nine. Okay. Gabe, my my boyfriend is a nine, which is the peacemaker. 
So someone who just like like really likes to make things like oh the number it's not mm-hmm. rating loyalist. I'm no, sorry, no, no, I no, think no, I got no. lost. Got you. Oh no, no, Six it's different ones. So like I one totally is perfectionist, understand. two is helper. Okay. I some of them I don't remember because I don't have that many friends who align with certain ones. But like eight is a challenger, um, which uh, sometimes I have a friend who's a challenger and I love him very very dearly. Um, but sometimes I want to punch him in the face because I'm like, stop challenging me. I just every, want to have a conversation. Time, yeah. Yes. Um, so everybody sure. just like has different characteristics and I make everybody take this test and I will send it to you and Please make do. you take it. But so loyal, you're a loyalist. Loyalist. So loyalist is actually one of the more common ones. And um, a loyalist, they're like good qualities is they're loyal. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and they're like always like trying to like keep relation, like keep loyal relationships um and but they're like their faults are that they're pretty anxious like they're like looking towards like they they always want to have like an exit plan they always want to make sure that like if something goes bad they can get out if they need to um and i don't know maybe maybe that part's not necessarily so much you but like that part is a lot of me as well like i'm I'm trying to think of maybe it is i'm trying to that's that's interesting I think maybe some ways, I think a lot of over relationships, I'm like that, where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm looking for like, oh, if this doesn't happen, mm-hmm. this is my way to get out of it. If something, if it hurts me or maybe like yeah. talking myself through that. Yeah, no, I mean, and maybe it comes from like a lot of trauma. Maybe it comes from like various things, but like, there's always like a, I need to make sure I'm going to be okay if like things go south. Yeah. Um, And I very much align with like the six Enneagram. Um, so if you ever take that test, please let me know what you get. Yeah. Um, and then going into oh, wait, did you? No, have no, comments? keep talking. You're talking. <laughs> she gets so nervous. She's like, I got. Him. Like, I want to make sure you you did a, like a little inhale, and I was like, oh, he has. Something. No, it was just it was a thought. You're fine. Uh, well, I mean, it's like well, you're talking. So my, I guess when I did that loyalty talk, which I have had people reach out to me about. I am loyal, like I say all the time, I am loyal to a fault. Mm -hmm. And I think I've started to accept that. And I'm like, yeah, I can understand that this is, um, it makes no sense, but Mm -hmm. that's how I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be that way. And I only want people in my life that are like that. Mm -hmm. Do you have an opinion on that? Do you think it's kind of ridiculous? To like only have people who are very. Just, I think, well, I talk about it with levels, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've said, it's it's levels. It's Mm -hmm. my best friend, Miles. He's Miles! held to a fucking standard that is ridiculous, mm-hmm. but that's my best friend's standard. If he was talking to mm-hmm. a girl that I used to date, I would fuck, like, I would not be able to. You'd be I can't really handle upset. That. If he yeah. was, like, I can't. It, he's somebody that when I text about something, I need help. Mm-hmm. He should be right there. He should be yeah. asking me. He should be texting me on random. Like, yeah. hey, you're good? Like, mm-hmm. you know, check, like things like, I don't know, it sounds fucking stupid, but I think no, it does I not put people stupid. on that level. It's like, I don't, ex- I expect things from you. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. And mm-hmm. I get that. But it's, I just, things I think, I don't fuck with people that aren't loyal anymore. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not going to, I'm like, cool, we can even be friends again, like I've said. Or maybe we'll be connections, but like if I had you on there and then you just like disregard it, then I'm like, fuck you. I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't disagree. Um, I do think. Moronic. It's, and I know that this. No. No? No. Take a drink. Okay. Oh, that was what you said. <laughs> um, it's not moronic at all. I mean, that's the standard that you've set. And it's a standard that you set because like you've gone through certain things that have like, ups- that have hurt you that you don't want to go through again. And if someone faults you for that, that's that's 
not okay because like you're you're yeah. you're protecting yourself you're 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 doing good for yourself i think sometimes like we we do need to give people like some leeway because they're humans and mm-hmm. oftentimes like like let's say you and i are like after this podcast we're like the best of buds and like fuck miles i'm top i'm number one fuck that guy yeah fuck you miles just kidding miles you're the best he doesn't Um, listen to this podcast so still fuck him yeah no i love miles he's the best um but there was um so like if you and i were like best friends uh we and like i was like going through something and like i wouldn't reply to you because i was just really just like not able to 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 do it because I was like anxious or something was happening and I didn't want to talk about it or something. Um, then like, I would hope that you would give me the like grace to like wait until I was ready to talk to you about that. And Mm -hmm. like, um, up and, and forgive me for like my absence in our friendship because I, I was, I was hurting and, um, but I think you're a good person and like you're, you're, you, you would do that, you know? Does that no, make sense? Yeah, no, I think I think so. And I think I think the issue, like, I'm stubborn, too. Mm-hmm. Incredibly. Do you feel like you're stubborn at all? Um, I would st- say no, but everyone no. else would say yes. So really? that makes okay. me stubborn. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's, I, I'll openly admit I'm a stubborn motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, like, yeah, I think I would with certain things. But I think it's also, it's like, I don't want, that's why I don't put people in that level. I'm like, oh, we can be really good friends. I'm like, we can be close, but I'm not going to give you that. That mm-hmm. next level thing. Okay, so I'm you're one of those people like, that's gonna constantly be there for anybody. Uh-huh. But what I expect from other people is there's a few people yeah. that's in that tier. Okay. But no. it's like I love for I would love for people to be in that tier. Love for you to be in that tier. But you know, but like I would like I also I'm like, like that Santa I, climbing the ladder. I, then you'd have like, like Julia has to deal with my random text. She had to deal with her last night. Random drunk text where I'm like, I need to text somebody because I don't need to say something else to somebody. Like mm-hmm. I need to just text you. So you're about to be mm-hmm. my sounding board right now. I would be honored to be your drunk hey, texter. Hey, we'll test it out. And they'd be like, hey, Dustin, this is fucking ridiculous. I'll let you know. I'll be your, yeah. I'll be your like, I appreciate hey, that. fuck off. Sometimes Just Julia kidding. sucks I won't at say it. fuck you. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody sucks. Everybody, like, I think we need to be okay, more okay with, like, admitting that we suck every once in a while. And, when like, we, when yeah. we can admit that we suck every once in a while, then we can be, like, okay with yeah. other people sucking every once in a while, too. I think that's good. See, you're, you're, <sighs> You're very. You seem way more in tune with things, like than I am. I don't know if I am, you just, or you seem like you just got it together. You know, it's because I have a sixteen process, sixteen step you, process you for everything. Through, like, did you have a process before you came on this podcast? Like, I gotta make sure I say no. This I was and stoked. This and I was excited. I was really excited. <laughs> I mean, I like I. You know, I mean, going back to our our relationship, like we've never like been super super close, but like you're always. This is the first I'm time like, in the years that we've known each other we've hung out one on one. Yes. Isn't that kind of crazy? That <laughs> oh my God, crazy, I never though? really thought about that. It's like that. consider somebody like your friend or whatever. It's like, uh-huh. because you can hang out with people in a group setting, but it's mm-hmm. like one-on-one where we're hanging out. There's no there's no um, medium to bounce things off. We don't have Brooke over here to talk to. You know, mm-hmm. to, like it's literally like me and you are talking. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're on a podcast, but mm-hmm. like we're talking. Mm-hmm. And we've never done that in the years. And you find out people more. You understand about people yeah. more. I understand you more that when I'm out with a party with you and I'm like, oh, Kristen thinks this way. I and can, we're doctors now. We're doctors now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just appreciate that. And it's it's kind of crazy. And I love that. Yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> I wanted to go into what quirky means. Okay. Because I think 
I hear that all the time. You hear yeah. that sometimes. And I don't even think personally I understand what it means. But when you say I like a quirky type of guy, what does that yeah. mean to you? You know, now you've put me on the spot. I'm not 100% sure. It's okay. Um, but I think what we'll I meant by it. this out together because I think it, I just don't understand yeah. it. I don't let's know like, let's, let's, let's figure this this mystery like, do out. I find myself quirky? You know, I think everybody has their own like little They have quirks. their own quirks, right? Their own thing. Yeah. Like the way when I'm like, the way I say things is like a quirk of mine where I'm like, yeah. let me get down over here. You like know, I'll say words or like how uh-huh. I say things. And then I think that's kind of a quirk of mine. Mm-hmm. But Well, I mean like even like your love of Packers is could be seen as quirky yeah, by certain true. people. No. Um, I guess like what I, I would define as quirky in a guy that I like would be like something that they're like, passionate about that isn't like a stereotypical like like midwestern man love does that make sense okay like, yeah something that they're really into that they're just pat like it they're into it and it's not like a typical thing like yeah someone like me saying i love football i'm like yeah mm-hmm. fucking every guy and, yeah know, i get you but so you're saying I'm not interesting enough. I get that. You I, are very I, interesting. No, no, no. It's fine. I understand. There it. are, there are. You play That's Dungeons you and Dragons. I know that for a yeah. fact. Um, That's cool. But like a quirk, you- like yeah, I love to wear my cowboy hat for no fucking yeah. reason at all. I love that. I love that. I love to wear thematic fucking things. It's like oh, St. Patrick's Day. I'm going yes. All out. Oh yeah. No, your love of St. Patrick's Day. I love that. I love how like I love following your Instagram around St. Patty's Day because it's always That's like Amazon. Fun carts full of shit. oh i like to get people's opinion yeah it's just it's just thrown out i, I have enjoy so that. many same pa- i think favorite. everybody needs to have a holiday that they like go fucking nuts, nuts about. for yeah. yeah what's your holiday oh, i love christmas i know i'm the basic bitch who loves no. christmas but you see here's when's your birthday october 23rd true 23rd okay mine's december 23rd <clears throat> um so months. you think like twins two um, months and two years two months and two years look at that <gasps> shit cute um, we're twins cute um <laughs> But like you think, like I love Christmas by, I, I love Christmas, but mm-hmm. I think I'm not like, obs- I don't freak out about it. Mm-hmm. And my birthday's there. I don't know. I was one, I always wonder this. I'm like, should I be more obsessed with Christmas because my birthday's there? I think I'm always. should be less obsessed with Christmas. Less, right? Because it's like, my birthday gets forgotten about gifts. because fucking Christmas is fucking around the I got you a dual corner. gift. Dual you gifts. You did. You haven't opened it yet. I'll open it. Dual gifts. Well, I'll open it now. <laughs> so Kristen walks in to my fucking studio. Yes, I will turn. I will. Uh, is there a card in here? No, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not a card um, person. I'm not either. Um, so Kristen walks in and she goes, happy birthday. And she got me a gift. So first of all, fuck everybody else on here because no one's brought me a gift on this podcast. Aww. <laughs> That's awesome, Kristen. This is a, what do, what do I call this? It's an ornament. It's an ornament, right? I okay. made you an ornament. I'm sure. She made me an ornament and it's drinks on Dusty, which almost looks so much like my, uh, my, uh. It is your logo. Logo. Thank yeah. you. I forgot the words. Yeah. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> this welcome. is awesome. I'm glad you like Everybody it. Everybody fucking step the goddamn <laughs> hell up when you come on this fucking pop. I almost saw this as like a coaster though. I mean, it can it be. Could, you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. That's it's yours now. Awesome. First drinks on dusty merch right here. Ornaments. There we go. There you go. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. That's so nice of you. I'm glad you like it. All my other guests, you suck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Suck it. <laughs> it's fucking, I don't know where we were at. Um, oh, quirky. Quirky. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so we haven't got much of this. So you're from you're from Colorado. Yeah. Uh, you live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you went to college in Nebraska Wesleyan with mm-hmm. me. What what brought you to Nebraska for college? I knew I did not want to stay in Colorado. I knew Why I wanted that? to like go away. Well, um, so my entire family like 
we kind of stay close to home. My brother did move to Texas for a minute, but he like came back. Um, and I just knew I didn't want to be close to my hometown. You wanted to spread out. <laughs> yeah. Kind of make your own life. Yeah. It wasn't like my my family. It was more like I just really like my hometown was really like hard. It was a hard place to like. I mean, we had great things happen. Like it, it was like somewhat of a, a good place to to grow up but it also like you couldn't do anything without everybody knowing what you were doing like they everybody was in how big is your town uh less than three thousand people yeah that's yeah i mean i got pulled over one time when i was visiting from college and people like ah hasty you're less's kid and i was like yes this is (laughs) this is literally like i mean i will say when people when i tell people i'm from nebraska this is the kind of town they think i'm from Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. i'm not and I loved, I sometimes pretend like I am, but, and even in Grand Island, it's like, yeah, people knew, like, I've been pulled over and they're like, they yeah. let me go because they knew who my dad was. Mm-hmm. But it's no, like, your town, like, you said 3,000, my graduating class was fucking. Yeah, no, my that. graduating class was like 54 people. Wow. Yeah, and so, my best friend, she grew up in it. I mean, she, she grew up in our town, but she went to a school and her graduating class was like 14 people. Wow. Yeah, we just, it was tiny, tiny town. When you look back on that now, do you mm-hmm. feel like, do you appreciate that a lot more? Do you feel like um, something that you never want to go back to? It's something I don't want to go back to, but I also, like, it's not necessarily, like, appreciate or, like, I regret or whatever, because I can't change it. It yeah. is what it was. Like, it made me who I am, and, like... I don't always like myself and that's like come that comes from like a lot of the anxieties that I have and things mm-hmm. like that but I it, you know it it did make me who I am and like I have to live with myself for the rest of my life so mm-hmm. I might as well like When you say it made it, you who you, know? you are like what do you what do you necessarily mean by that like what so, what are the things that you got from living in a small town like that Well I think so um positives and negatives I think anywhere you live like m- my boyfriend Gabe he Born and raised in New York City. You have a boyfriend named Gabe? I have a boyfriend named Gabe. Um, did you not know? Um, <laughs> Gabe was raised, born and raised in New York City. And so his life Polar and my opposites. life. Polar opposites. Polar opposites. Absolutely. And I can't speak for him and like how, what he experienced. But I, I can tell you he experienced good things and he experienced bad things. And mm. I think that's with every everywhere you go. Um I think some of the, the good things that happened in my hometown was like I got a good sense of community and like being there for people and working hard. And um, I actually did get to see like reap the rewards of hard work because yeah. like there were less people to compete with. And like I could see the impact I had on the projects that I would do and things like that. And that's really cool. That's something yeah. that you don't really often get. Um, I, I was Winterfest queen, which yes, is like girl. the middle, um, the middle dance. It was like between homecoming and prom. So that was fun. Um, yes, <laughs> look at me. And, uh, I was know. up for winter ball king. Oh, I was way too, I was, you were too was cool. High. Oh, you were high. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Are we like, I was like, no! <laughs> I just felt so out of, I was like, what the, f-? cause I remember saying, <laughs> They made this announcement like, and uh, Dustin, I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? People think I'm cool in this high school? This is fun. It's <laughs> cool. Continue. Uh, so I would have voted for you. Yeah, thanks. Maybe not, though. It. I don't know. I was just standing I up there like it. a little bit out of my, I was like, whoa, what are we doing right now? You're like, where am I? And then I? they didn't call my name. Like, I didn't win. I was like, And you're fine. like, cool. Neat. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's about fine. how mine went. But I won, so. You won, so you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you put that on your resume? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on every resume. Yeah. Has um, to be, right? Mm-hmm. People need to know. I was also a. a run- I put Re- Mr. Relay on my resume when I won that my senior year. I was like, fucking look at that shit. I talked about too often that I was on the homecoming court for college. <laughs> Which like was pretty fucking cool in my opinion because like cool. that process was a lot. That was a long I, process. Because wait, were you nominated from the theater department, right? I was. So because yeah. you were on WTC, I was too, president. Right? So you're president, right? Uh-huh. I was vice president. I fucking remember this. Might I don't even know if this will get in. So this is just <laughs> me and you. But like I remember when I decided to be on that shit. I remember because <laughs> you know how we did. Yeah, like, Adam was your like president, right? Yeah. And it was because I couldn't be president because I wasn't on before because I never oh, had yeah. any fucking desire to do that. But I remember they were telling me what this is. And I literally didn't even know what WTC was. It was like my sophomore year or maybe it was junior year because, yeah, it was junior year because Aaron Mann was going to graduate. And then I was they were all like in that green room, right? Then deciding who's going to be in these positions. And then it's like, Dustin, get in here. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is, we're, we're I nominating, hate this. we're I nominating know. WTC officers. Like, what the fuck is that? I've been there for three years. I had no idea what this uh-huh. was. I was like, what? <laughs> and <laughs> maybe this is something, I don't fucking know. One of these. But they were like, just get the fucking in here, Dustin. I hate you. And so they were nominating, I think one, like they brought up social chair. I think it wasn't that one of them or something. And then Aaron Mann nominates me. And then he goes, speak on your behalf. And I go, I know a lot of people and I like to party. Um, That's all I said. And I know a lot of people like to party. Cool. And then I said back and then Aaron, like after he's, then I heard him what he said and he just says, Dustin literally knows everybody and like he knows people outside of the theater department to get people there. And I should have gotten that. I didn't get it. What I, I don't know where I'm getting yeah, off social of this. Yeah, social chair was like way more in your in your league. But yeah, also because I was like I was recruitment chair in my fraternity and all this kinds of shit. But then when I did vice president, I was just like I remember getting voted in. And um, oh god, there was a story I was trying to get with this. There's something I was trying to connect with. But I just was like, guys, I just put put me in this shit. Like just we all know that I'm the one. Like just fucking <laughs> fuck come you. on. What are we doing? I don't know why. I just really want to say fuck you with that. Yeah, you should. Oh you should. man. Fucking oh. Asshole. So, um, theater. You're you're an actor in the city. Yes. You're killing the game. You just did. Uh, you just did a show in. Remind me of. I wanted in to say Italy. 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 I for some reason wanted to say Iceland. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, honestly, I, I want to go to Iceland, so that's I fine. You just did a show in Italy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're doing another show yes. that's coming up. So you've back-to-back shows and shit. Yes. So you're killing the game, which is incredible. Thank you. How are you feeling about it with the acting uh-huh. thing in New York, especially pre-COVID and everything like that? Um, I mean, I don't know if we're not pre-COVID, pre-post. It's not even post. It's literally still COVID, Mid-COVID. Right? Mid-COVID, right? <laughs> but you're doing these shows. Like, you just did an international show, uh-huh. which I'm sorry that I missed out on. No, it, how would you, how would, yeah. Um, I mean, I wish yeah. I had a private plane. Like, fuck you for not out. getting your, fuck me for not having going to Italy, to spending $6,000 on this trip. No, but you're doing the grind, and I, mm-hmm. one, did you ever expect also feels like one did you expect yourself to be there like mm-hmm. continuously this working actor even now like how old are you now 26 27 27 okay mm-hmm. did you still expect yourself to be doing this do you feel like you're still going at it do you feel like it's connecting how are you feeling in the landscape of theater and acting right now 
Okay, so I'm going to preface with, um, I have a lot of thoughts on this, so they may not come out in like a very like Nothing linear. Comes out in a linear. Wonderful. Mechanism. We've also had many gins. Gins. gins yeah, you're, you're putting them down too. I'm impressed. I know. I'm impressed. Wow. I'm going to be on the train and be like, wow. Um, anyways. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So. I have a lot of thoughts on like my life in theater and my like my my journey as they would say in The Bachelor. Um, (laughs) You know they're not allowed to call it like a process. They're supposed to call it like a a journey. At The Bachelor? Yeah, isn't that fucked? Anyways. I've never seen one episode of that fucking show. You don't need to. I enjoy it sometimes for like the community. I can get into that. I can get into that later. We can get, yeah. Okay. Lots of opinions on My journey, journey, as a, journey as, a, <laughs> as a, an actor. Um, okay, so I felt like, like from college, in college, um, I was cast a lot in high school because, like, I was one person who took it very seriously, and I like really enjoyed it. And You're I one had of a, two people, one of two people who really took it seriously. So <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, I'm amazing!" And I got cast in like everything, and I got cast as the leads. Which is great. And I have a really, one of my like role models is my high school director. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote most of our plays because like we are a small school. We couldn't afford royalties. She was like, you know, wow, just figuring it out. And we wrote She's some, just writing plays for yeah, you guys to do? Yeah, it was fun. I've never heard that. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, she was great. And she was also someone, so there was like, I'm going to talk about a lot of things and you can cut whatever you want. But um, <laughs> <laughs> she, so... This was a very defining moment in my life. Um, And uh, she wrote a play, and (laughs) the name of it is silly, but it was called The Missing Nugget of Truth. (laughs) And it was was like um, a a dinner, old Western melodrama theater thing. And I played a sheriff. Like, I was a female sheriff in, like, old Western times. Wow. So... (laughs) Wow, I just was like a strong female character. Um, Love it. Love it. um, In this play, like there was, there were these two characters. There's this one one person who was a a woman dressed as a man in the old west, and she was um, she was dressed as a man so she could get ahead. Stop laughing. This is a very serious story. So she was dressed as a man to get ahead, and then there was like a doctor who was male. And so the doctor, of course, in this play, this is all a play, knew that this person was a uh, a female, whatever, great. And they fell in love. And at the end of the play, they're like, hey, we're going to get together. But no one else in the entire group of characters knew that this this female was dressed as a male. They just thought they were a male. And so it was like two male characters who were getting together. And um, and in the play, they say, well, I, one of the characters is like, well, stop freaking out. Like, love is love. It's fine. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, it, it's it's a cool. And then they were like, that's awesome. Like, I totally agree with you. But I'm actually a woman. And they were like, great, cool, whatever. Yay. Nothing is, like, actually, like, at all. Yay. Like, I'm doing air quotes right now because I don't play morally wrong. And <laughs> so nothing like quote unquote, again, air quotes, I'm quoting around the mic, is bad. I love that. And quote around all you want. All the quotes. Um all and so 
that was one part of this play. And I come from, again, a very small, like, sheltered town. And there was a group of students, and they were like, I can't do this play because they they say, like, homosexuality is fine. And I was so upset. And I honestly, I will fully admit, I was probably upset for the wrong reasons because I thought that my senior year I was going to be able to do a play. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't think that, like, were you, homosexuality. Were, were you not? Apologize if I missed this. That's okay. Were you saying that you hadn't done a play before? No, I'd done a play, but like this was my senior year play. Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, and so in this play, like they they kind of were like, oh, alluding to homosexuality is fine. Not even even blatantly being like, hey, it's cool. So a group of people were like, hey, I can't support that. Like my religion says it's not okay. I can't do that. And so we all just sat in a group and my director was like, this really disappoints me. Like we can cut this play, but I'm not going to change the script. I'm not going to change the script. So it doesn't say that because it's not what I believe. And I'm not going to like, I'm not going to um, adjust my morals to fit what you believe. And that was something that like really stuck with me that she was like, so gung ho, like she's sticking with, she was sticking with it. She was like, I won't change this play. I will not do that. And you guys can figure out what you want to do next. But I'm not going to do Colorado, that. Colorado, yeah, she's just sticking with that Her, line. I exactly. Fucking love that. And she was just such a fucking badass, and I loved it. And so she was she 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 wasn't going to change it. And um, I'm just really proud of like this group of people because only four people and one was was like three people from one family and then one other person. Mm-hmm. They quit the play. And the rest of us were like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this play. And you guys can do whatever you want. But we're going to do this play. And we did that play. And it was the smallest thing. And really, if you look back at it, it's like, it, it, it really doesn't matter. Like, it was like the smallest thing. It really didn't like, it barely touched on homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did the play. And I, I don't know, something about that. I was like, wow, we stuck up for something. And we like made Maybe this doesn't change anything. Maybe, like, no one here, like, cares, whatever. But, like, then we found out later that, like, one person in that crew was, um, they were transgender Mm -hmm. later on, way way, way later on. And one person was gay. And they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, like, our play, like, did much impact on them. But, like, if we would have been like okay you're right like homosexuality is homosexuality is bad i think you know that would have done a lot of damage and um the fact that we you would have maybe silenced somebody on their yeah exactly and like it it took them having letting them be their their own person Mm -hmm. and no one in my hometown was like okay with being like outwardly gay or anything like that because it just it wasn't it was not okay it was not okay that's fucking that's powerful. Uh, yeah. That's powerful shit. And I mean, I, d- I never really I realized that. that until like recently that that was like such a cool thing that we did. And so knowing that that is like an impact that like maybe maybe not necessarily theater, but like you can have in the world is by like really sticking to your guns and being like, fuck you. Like, this is fine. Like, it's stop stop putting like labels on things and making things bad because it fits your like your your narrative and 
so that was a big impact on me. Okay. And now we're going back to I'm an actor. <laughs> I would know. I love I love that because I think it one speaks to why you're still doing this too. Is like you had that story with this high school teacher that you had somebody that wanted to show the art and accept, show acceptance and being gung ho about like something that like it's not on Broadway. It's just, it's a small theater. It's a small high school in Colorado, small town in Colorado, and they're sticking with it. And I think it speaks to why you're still doing it, which I think is powerful. Because mm-hmm. I would assume that like that's that's a story. Like the, the fact that you remember that whole story right now. Still, that you could like go off and tell that. I would just imagine that that's one of your driving thing, and I think every actor that's still doing that in big cities like this, they have that. That's your driving forces. Like this art matters at some point, even if it's to one person in this story that you had, it matters, and you're still going for it. Yeah, I mean these these small little like bits of life that can like. And and what you stand up for and what you like choose to like let go like those those matter and like every every step you take like matters. We're all just like walking each other home, so yeah. like we we should do it in like a kind way. We shouldn't yeah. be shoving people through the doors, you know. I and I that, so that was like a really important part of our part of me growing up, and it really like when I when I went to college, I actually went to college for um, elementary education. Really, I was not planning on doing theater. Um, and, uh, but I, did you went to Wesley and you didn't plan to do theater? No, but I actually, I, I decided to go to Wesleyan because of the theater program, Oh yeah, which is odd. Like I, I knew that they had like a, a good education program, but like theater was like, I walked into that theater at, at Wesleyan, like the McDonald theater. And I was like, this is my home. Like, this is where I want to be. I want to be continuing to like do art and do this. And, um, I chose to like switch my major and Mm -hmm. my like sophomore year or even actually no second semester freshman year. And I decided this was what I was going to do. And I switched often because of like outside factors and whatever. But then Mm. um, when I graduated college, I decided I was going to go to um, I, I wanted to go to New York, but I didn't have any money. So I had to like figure that out. So I took a year. Went to call, did did things, and then, um, I went to I moved to New York, and um, been here since twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, you graduated twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, yeah. So August twenty eighteen is when I moved here. Um, wow, that's and- a that's just just to everything you've done. So let's just like. Take a moment and being like all that things that you've done to be up here, to be here on this podcast. Um, no, I'm <laughs> oh, uh, you've Drink made, you've made, <laughs> you got to the, I did it. <laughs> you've made it now. Um, <laughs> sorry. You made it in that. Now you're on this podcast. Um, but no, like you, you're from this small town in uh, Colorado mm-hmm. and you had this dream. You wanted to do something else. And then you, you fought all these other factors and you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you move to the biggest city in the fucking world for a theater and everything. And <laughs> oh, now you're fuck. in here doing that, mm-hmm. doing theater. Mm-hmm. You just did an international show, like just commendable for like you still doing that. Like you're, you've done that hard work. You've, mm-hmm. You're, you're constantly pursuing it and you're doing it all the time. And well, it's fucking awesome. So I also want to like, I want to, I want to kind of caveat all this because like I moved to New York and it was, it sucked. 
it was hard. It was so yeah. hard because I was like, I was auditioning for things and I was doing things, wasn't paid for anything. Mm -hmm. And I was doing stuff that was just like, kind of like just theater, just to do theater. And it was, it was hard. And I, um, I, I had done some things like when the pandemic happened, I was actually do, able to do it like a lot of zoom theater, mm -hmm. which was um, a good way for me to like continue to like get the creative juices out. Yeah. Do something. Mm -hmm. perform, yeah. But it didn't really do too much for me. I did um, one of those. It got my love back into it a little bit, yeah. but it was mm -hmm. very different. Mm -hmm. One I did was Hillary and Clinton and I played Hillary Clinton and I was like, holy I shit. Think I remember seeing that. That's fucking awesome. It I was, you did that. I loved that role. And I like, I did so much research on Hillary Clinton and I was who really is Hillary like, Clinton? who is Hillary Clinton? Oh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, wow. I will go on. I will actually tell you, but I will go on a tangent. So I'm going to finish my story and then we'll go on a Hillary Clinton <laughs> tangent. Um, <laughs> so I, it, but it does have something to do with like where I am now. And like, I'm not okay. saying I'm like at my end all be all, <laughs> but like I did Hillary Clinton and it's not documentary theater, but it is a theater that is like, um, it looks into the life of a human being who went through human being things, but was seen, but was put on a pedestal or was put into the limelight and who was, um, put under a magnifying glass. And every single thing that Hillary Clinton went through was like dissected. And she was like, really just, she couldn't do anything without someone like watching her. And, I watched her documentary. I read a lot about her. I like learned a lot about her to do this role and it really informed the role. And I just ended up really just enjoying that role and whoever the, the man who wrote it, which I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry if he is ever uh, listening to this podcast. <laughs> I just wanted to know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you ever stumbled on this podcast ever? If you do. Um, I was just like, I really enjoyed learning about Hillary Clinton and like really stepping into like his idea of who she was. And okay. I, I loved it. Gabe, my boyfriend named Gabe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> played, You've said that so many times. He played Bill. Literally in a tag. He oh, played he Bill. played Bill. In yeah. The Which awesome. was really fun. It was fun to play with him. Um, but yeah, so um, that how, was really cool. How but, do you feel with, I mean, so you're getting back. You're 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 on it right now. You're yes. doing all of it. So oh like, yes, I wanted to. I want to like ahead. button off quickly. Yeah, button so off. because of button that, it down. because of that, that's that. Button it up, Kristen. <laughs> Wrap it, it up. Button Stop it. Up. it. Okay, because of, because of that show. Maybe not because of because, but but like in part from that show. Um, I now ha am a part of the the a theater company that I truly believe in. It's called Infinite Variety Productions. And okay. what it is, it's a, it's a documentary theater company. And they do documentary theater on women in history. So the one that I took to Italy, the, the play that we took to Italy, yeah. was about women who served in the Vietnam War. And like, if you think about it, how many women do you know who served in the Couldn't Vietnam War? Couldn't name a single one. Couldn't yeah. name, couldn't even, you probably didn't even think women served in the Vietnam War. Like... They, I mean, yeah. it's, it's bananas, but like yeah. we, we took that to Italy and like we got to educate these people on like these badass fucking women who like aren't even considered veterans. Like they don't get veteran benefits and like really? they suffered 
through so much shit. Like the Vietnam War, we don't know a lot about the Vietnam War, but we know it sucked. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. And like these women who have PTSD, they have all this shit. Like they don't get benefits from this war that they served in and we got to tell their story and like i didn't do a lot of it i didn't i that's not a lot of an an impact but it's something and i felt like i was doing something and this play that we're doing now it's about like it's it's technically about two women who are roommates in in quarantine in covid quarantine so that's fun um but we tell the story about a woman who served in the wasp program which was the women's air service pilots program and they were women who, in World War II, sorry, I'm really passionate about no, this. No, I love passionate <laughs> about it. It's fucking these, awesome. These women, they served in um, World War II. They did. Like, they, but they ended up, they they were put into the Air Force so that they could free up men to fight on the ground in World War II because they were running out of men because, like, that war was a bloodbath. Like, World War II was nuts they needed men to fight on land and so they put women in planes and these women they didn't end or ever end up fighting combat but they ended up being like target practice for the men and they ended up being like um testing out planes so that they could see if they were safe or repaired well and so these women who were expendable 38 women died in this program and when the program ended before the war uh, when the war or when or before the war ended and so they were not considered veterans and when you're not considered a veteran you don't get veteran benefits and veteran benefits are incredibly important when it comes to um things like where you're buried or um what kind of health insurance you get or whatever because mm-hmm. like in vietnam agent orange was a huge thing it was something that caused all these plants to die so that they could find like um the Viet Cong and like kill them essentially um they could like dis- destroy all of this like land so that they could have like a clear path for warfare and um this this chemical that they used to like just spray everywhere no one in the in the 70s were was like oh this could cause a lot of damage to the people who ingest it and it did it caused cancer. It caused horrible, horrible things to happen to these people in in the Vietnam War. And the men who served were considered veterans. The women who served, not all of them were. So they can't be tested. They can't be, like, helped. And um, so... They're thrown to the wayside. They're thrown to the wayside because they were expendable. And, like, the WASP program, this, these women air service pilots, like... They are expendable and they were thrown to the wayside. They were used as target practice. They were used, they were, they died and their, their fellow women paid for them to go home and be buried. They helped them to like be recognized as veterans and to have flowers put on their grave every veterans day because they're not veterans. And I think like that is something. So all of that, all of my theater background, I feel like has really led me to a place where I want to help bring st- I, I I don't feel like I have a ton of skills but I feel like I can I can help tell stories and I can help tell the stories of these women who have been forgotten and these people who need who who when when everybody in their family dies like their memories don't die and the importance that they had and the the impact that they had on on us and this world like it, it's not gone like if i can help continue that legacy i i 
will feel feel like I have done something good in this world. Wow. Um, Sorry. Wow. I went no, on a tangent. That's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, I think. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's just like so I've much had too I didn't much know gin. and everything. <laughs> no, but I think it's almost like it's just. So you're not sitting there and be like, I need to be the new in the new show, a uh, funny girl. Like your no. your theater desire now is almost built on you're you're wanting to tell stories to do a specific thing to tell or to show these women's sides of history and everything. Yeah, I really feel like, like I found a niche. Yeah, that you, you yeah, that's a specific niche that you want to do. You're not sitting there like, ah, hope I'm in this new Shrek musical. Like mm-hmm. it's you're wanting to be very specific with your theater wants and everything. Yeah, and so I don't I don't get paid a lot. I don't I don't I mean I've been in like multiple shows. I don't get paid a lot. I don't have enough to live off of. I have will have to have another job. But it's not about the. It's about no. you're very specific on what you're wanting. It's it's <laughs> you have to tell these stories. You mm-hmm. want to tell these stories. Yeah. And I think that's fucking incredible. And I think that's what the arts is. And like you've found that from the same story that you were saying about. Um, your high school director writing these shows mm-hmm. and sticking to that perfect in it, uh, that, that, uh, thought. And then you have carried that, this entire theater journey to New York city where you want to be very specific in what you're doing. And mm-hmm. I think that's incredibly commendable and phenomenal. Thank you. And I love that you're doing that. Thank you. And you're focused on the fact of wanting to tell this story for a certain reason. That's not, oh, I'll play that role. And I think that we're different in that way. And it's like, I wish I had, I, I don't, I, I, I've never taken almost theater that seriously sometimes. Oh, and, and I don't think anybody needs to. Like, I, I, I feel like anybody who wants to do theater, they have their own reasons to, and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. at all. Like, if you just No, wanna, there's not. Everyone if, has their own specific reason exactly. wanting to do it. If you want to do, like, Funny Girl, if you want to do, like, all these plays that are, like, very, very, like, I, I did Boeing Boeing, and that was one of the best plays I've ever done. Mm-hmm. You can't learn a moral from Boeing Boeing. Yeah. Like, it is stupid. You're doing it to entertain people. It's exactly. Like some people like me. I loved it. And yeah. it, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And having that, that like, outlet for people and to, to be able to watch something that's, like, stupid and it's not going to teach you anything, that's also commendable. That's wonderful to be able to just, like, continue these arts and to be able to, like, give this, like, artistic piece life. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. I would never, like look down on someone who wanted to do that it's just not what i what i have what found like yeah it that's was giving you the the the, the satisfactory day. when you're performing it. yeah and i finally found something that i feel like i'm like ah i need to do this i need to do this yeah it's I, just interesting to me because like i think when everyone start with their theater their entire theater journey is you find out so much for two and you find out the, the lane that you want to travel in. Mm -hmm. You go through the same process, but we all find the lane that we, that we want. Like when I got into this was when I wanted to be an actor, it was like all I ever want in life was I wanted to take care of my family and be like, whatever I'm good at, I can take care of them in. And it was like the one thing I was good at was entertaining people and acting or whatever. And it was like, this is what I'm good at. I'm going to go all in and this is what it is. And even then I found this journey on, I found out what I'm better at. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't like, I, I understand what you said about like, cause I think that way too. I think you're a great actor. Thank you. Cause I have, have seen you and how you commit to a role. And I think you are great. But I also say the same thing. I'm like, I've never considered myself a great actor. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I know what I am good at and I find my strengths. I'm good at connecting with people. I'm very good at networking. That's why I've gotten these bigger things is because I'm networking somebody at a bar and talking to somebody at a bar. Mm -hmm. That is what I'm very good at, but I'm not, I don't ever consider acting as this whole, like, I don't, I don't do this deep dive into a role, but I think we all find our different lane into what we're trying to do. Like, I still love to act. I want to act. I haven't acted in a while. I haven't done a show and been on stage or whatever, but like, that's always in our bodies. I have no idea if this is making any connection or anything. No, it's making Um, tons of connections. But I think we all found our lane and I love that you found your certain lane in your so passionate about that and that's what it's a that's what it's about mm-hmm. it's not about the money it's not about anything else it's about you wanting this passion and this is what you want to do mm-hmm. and i love that for you thank you that's fucking badass and i'm excited to see you in all these like cool ass things like i well, yeah, i think you're out, an amazing yeah. actor as well I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see i'm very i acted with that. you in in happy sauce, I want to point that out. Uh, happy sauce was a high of my life, and it was because I got to de- act with the Dustin Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bit, um, but it's like also hoping that yeah, you always hope for it. Like I'm never gonna mm-hmm. even with like the new corporate job. Like I've said, like I don't. I this is what's giving me the money, and I love it right mm-hmm. now because I've been so connected with that company. And but I'm never gonna not do the creative. I'm never gonna not stop striving for it. Of course. But I did also find out where I don't want to. I don't want to sit in an equity call for fucking eight hours and not get seen. It makes no sense to me. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that the pandemic has really like showed us like what we can put up with. Audition process is a bunch of bullshit. Fucked up. Fucked up. It is. Yes. This industry is. It is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like I don't. I can find a way around it in the sense of like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet people. Like you still have to, yeah, I'll be the first one to say like, yeah, I don't audition that much anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm lucky enough to have certain projects that are in the works that I'm trying for, but those projects could fail. And then you don't get to see me in the, mm-hmm. in the show. Right. But um, all these things, like you can find other ways around it and you can find the way that it's not as point blank. When we were taught in college it was like, you got to, yeah, audition from 8 a.m. to fucking 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Yep. I'm like, okay, cool. How do I make money to pay for where I'm living? Exactly. At? Like, I've never been, but I've been I've always, always wanted to be a guest artist and be like, hey, this is what let me tell you some it actually shit. is. No, for sure. But I remember, like, when, <laughs> I remember Greg Roderick, our friend Greg, Greg. He would reach out to me, like, I just graduated. Like, hey, can you tell me about the New York audition scene? Because I've never done it in a while. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. But that grind is a whole different thing. And it's like talking about it. And like everybody as a young actor coming up needs to know what that is. It's mm-hmm. not, you You should find a place that's like, one, you need to be able to pay your rent and whatever mm-hmm. to live here to mm-hmm. do it. But this is what it's like right now. And hopefully it changes. But let's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're showing up to lines. The number one thing I will always say is networking. Find people, connect with people. Yeah. Even if you do a small show that connects oh, with this absolutely. person, connects with this person. You never Go know. to events. Go to bars. Like, I think a lot of people think, like, I always am at bars just to be a drunken asshole. I'm constantly connecting with people. That's what you're I'll good show at. You to love people. doing it, I too. I love to do that. But, like, I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Love to drink and like get fucked up for no reason. Like yeah, last but night. I that's got not why you, for a reason like, last night. If, yeah. there, if you were like, I'm going to go to this like bar with just like a, like a full bar where I have to serve myself. You wouldn't fucking do that. That's sad. Yeah. That's no, really but I sad. But like it's, I'm constantly always thinking about connecting with people because that's where I've gotten any big audition or callback or thing is because of that. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. Everyone has their own thing. Like 
it's Julia had her one audition here and then she booked some major cruise ship. I know. Like what everyone has their own stories and shit. <laughs> yeah. But find what you're good at and then mm-hmm. focus on that. Yeah. Do you ever think you're going to stop acting? Do you think this is just like, I'm always going to do this? Because I met an older lady. She was, she was probably like 80. I met her. She she was on Broadway for something. I couldn't, I couldn't remember the show. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible That's theater okay. nerd. It's okay. But I'm trying to imagine like this girl is, this woman is 80 years old and she is still trying for it. Yeah. Do you see yourself in that way? I don't know. Um I feel like I'm a very resilient person. And mm-hmm. so whatever life throws at me, I'm going to just like kind of like take it and like figure it out. Um, and there was a time when I actually right before I booked this like Italy gig that I was like, I'm not going to act. I'm done. I'm tired of it. Like I'm tired of the way like people speak to me. I'm tired of I, I had also like never worked with a female director, which like is kind of important to me. Um, to be able to work with someone who like understands like what being a female is like. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's 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 different it's and it is important. And she was writing on female subjects, and I I find that important to talk about. And um so I thank you. And so I was um I was just kind of ready to like quit and just be done with it and like focus on my art because I'm also like an artist now. Um, and I just thought that acting was like, it ran its course. I was done. Um, and then I found this and I was like, wow, I want to do this. I want to do this so much and I want to like help tell these stories. But because I had gotten to that point where I wanted to give up, I'm not going to say that I'm like, I'm impervious to that feeling again. Like yeah. it could happen. And I don't think I need to like shame myself for yeah, feeling because that. It's, it's up and down all the time. There's times I'm like, yeah. fuck, this is bullshit. I just got told no, 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 no. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, you're really not that good of an actor. Like I've been told all the, like, yeah, you've been told mm-hmm. those things. And it's like, sometimes you take a break from it to yeah. connect with it. I yeah. think the people that want to keep doing it, you've, you get yourself back up again mm-hmm. and go after it, but like it's mm-hmm. okay to take that break and know, like, because there's like I've had a break. I came in here and had show, 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 and then it was like, oh, I had a year and a half where it was like wasn't getting anything, mm-hmm. and then you have to build yourself back up. Yeah, and but artists will always be artists. Yeah, like it doesn't. Creatives will always be creatives, yeah. and and sometimes you find the different lane to do it. In. Exactly, like. I think that the reason why I had been like, you know what, I'm not, I just don't want to do acting anymore is because I found another creative lane Mm -hmm. and I started drawing and I really, really loved it and I was good at it. You're an incredibly good drawer. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Talk about that a little bit. Like, what, I mean, coming from somebody that can't write their name legibly, (laughs) I don't know how someone is a good drawer it's the i think it's one of those it's like that and someone who can sing incredibly well oh, i can't sing like, <laughs> i don't understand those two talents at all mm. like i don't understand if it's like i almost believe it's like a genetic fucking inherent like you mm. inherited it mm-hmm. 
I don't get it. Did you practice drawing? Like, did you draw? Like, I, I don't know how you're really good at it. It's crazy to me. Like, I can literally write my name. You're like, I don't know what the fuck that says. It's like, draw me a picture, Dustin. I'm like, this is going to look like absolute shit. I can't do it. It's one of the most fascinating things to me is someone that can draw something that looks like what I was talking about. I don't understand it. So how do you build that talent? Do you feel? I feel like you're born with it. It's like a superpower. Like, I don't fucking know. But I, okay, I I want to preface with saying I I do feel like anyone if you have like a love of something if you're like I love music I love music I, I have love to have music drinking beer. yeah I love drinking beer but like I can't stomach beer I don't like beer I I just I never liked it you can train yourself to like beer you can be like I'm gonna just like start small and then like eventually figure figure out how to like beer you we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Kristen a beer and be able to make her drink it. I have done it. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, see, okay. Um, I'm going to caveat this with, okay, not caveat. I'm sidetrack. This, I like beer on a spectrum, but I like the most extremes. I like sours and I like stouts. Ah, that's good. Stouts and sours porters. Sours better than sour. I don't like sours. Stouts. I like pilsners. Blech. All that shit in between. All right, Anyways, um, <laughs> I, so basically, drawing is a superpower. Okay, no, 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 no. So, okay, when I was a kid, I actually like I wanted to be everything. I wanted to be every single thing there was. Um, but two of the things that I really wanted to be, I wanted to be a video game designer, and I wanted to be a fashion designer. Wow. And so I drew dresses and I drew characters, and I came up with this whole video game where I was going to have like the Earth, fire, water, and air. They were going to be three female fucking strong-ass fucking females. And they were going to fight. They were going to, like, do their shit. And they were going to be in part of this, like, world of, like, video game thing. And I drew the characters. I did all that stuff. It was 100% ripped off of uh, Final Fantasy, I believe, 10. There's, like, three ladies in there that, like, like, hella hot. Like, they're, like, wearing, like fucking nothing and they're like one's pink and one's like yeah they're hella hot i'll be honest with you (laughs) hella hot um but i wanted to be a video game designer and so i looked into like doing like digital design and all that stuff i was going to go to community college to do that but then i i knew i wanted to leave colorado i needed to leave god get out god get out of there yeah i had to get out so i ended up going to west and i also like I've talked about my parents. I've told you, like, they're wonderful humans. Like, generally phenomenal humans. Cream of the top humans. Yes. But they're anxious humans. They're Mm -hmm. people who don't really, they want me to succeed and they see success as, like, stability and having, like, a job that, like, uh, teaching. They really encouraged me to go into teaching because they knew that would be a stable job. And so I was never really encouraged to, like, go after like these like very you know volatile risky risky, like things it's like it makes no sense i mean my entire family makes no sense like wait you're doing what yes Mm -hmm. get a fucking finance job and fucking get money to do this yeah yes Yes. So my no, family, I'll like, be an actor. Yeah. My 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 sister just got married and I like, brought my boyfriend and they were like, Oh, we can do a double wedding. And I was like, No, you we have a boyfriend? No, we can't. I have a boyfriend. Um <laughs> and they were like, We can do a double wedding. And I was like, No, we can't. Stop. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Um, I was like, We're not 
ready. Stop. Stop pushing the shit. <laughs> we but can like, line this up right now. <laughs> Two I mean, weddings. And that's just like the, 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 the vibe I came from was like, you know, this is like the timeline of your life and, yeah. and, and fit along the timeline. I mean, that's, the, that's my entire family. It's literally yeah. like, uh, date somebody, you got, you got married, there's a kid, and then I'm the one outlier that's just like... Yeah, I'm uh, auditioning for some shit. I'm uh, this and this, but it's mm. like everyone has their own story. Like I don't. There's nothing. I wrong. wish. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like I wish. I wish I had a girl that was like right there. That's like, mm. oh, yeah, I want her to be my wife someday. Mm. I want to have a family. I I've told this. I said this on the Dorothea podcast. Like my biggest dream is to be a dad. Like that's that's what I want Aww, most. Doesn't in this you'd world. be the best dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's what I want most in this life. Like I I have that's my dream above anything. Mm-hmm. But I still know right now. I'm like yeah. I want. I have all these other things I want to try to do. Mm-hmm. I still want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. But I still have a job that pays me good money to be head of that, and I love doing that. And it's important for me to do that. But I'm still focusing on that creative side and still trying to make these other things happen like mm-hmm. i want to do all those other things but i mean yeah it's uh we all have our own thoughts on like what we're trying to strive for yeah and we, we i don't all know if that connected own... with what you said at no all it made perfect no sense idea. yes we all have our own timelines right yeah and everyone's timeline. we've accomplished more than we ever thought we could as small as it could be as small as it is mm-hmm. again i'm not trying to i'm not over here telling you uh, everyone listens to my podcast all the fucking time it's fucking awesome i have do. a million downloads it's fucking great 10 million i'm booked in every show i have every Harry. major audition <laughs> but certain things have happened that it's like that's fucking crazy like the fact that i ever did a callback for hamilton the fact that i have a tv pilot i'm shooting i i don't that's crazy to me that's and amazing. when i sit back and think about it like mm-hmm. yeah i know the negative i think on the negative a lot mm-hmm. but to sit back from some fucking dude that was depressed as shit in Chicago that yeah. decided to move to fucking New York. And it was like, yeah, actually, you sit back and give yourself a little credit. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should do that. Give yourself a little credit to where you were, where you, everyone has things to work on, but you were here and you're here now. And no matter what, you got to that point. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fucking... We should all do that. And I appreciate you uh, giving me that kind of credit. It's fucking awesome. Dustin, you deserve the credit. Thank you. And I want you to know that. And I, I mean, everyone I honestly. Everyone give me more credit. Everyone gives Dustin more credit. Everyone give yourself more credit. Because there's, I mean, I honestly, I'm only saying this because I had therapy today. <laughs> but like, if you think back, like your life, like, I don't know. There's, don't ever say you amounted to nothing because there is one thing at least in your life that you did that you never thought you could do. And yeah. like I never thought I could leave my small town and I did. And yeah. that's really fucking cool. It is. And like you probably never thought that you could like be a part of a pilot or like audition for Hamilton and you fucking did. Yeah, it's crazy. That's you think cool. back and it's like everybody has situations, people, things that are like I'm never going to get through this. Mm-hmm. But you got through it. Yes. I remember the days of a depressive state. It was like, I'm not going to live to the next day. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in this fucking room with all my fucking are. snapback hats and my with fucking door. With your Green Bay Packers thing. Bay Packers you Packers mentioned like, with here. Chase and I'm Joe. Here. I listen to the podcast. I want to point out. <laughs> plug. I listen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I'm here. Like, it's, you You think that you're not going to, like, we, <sighs> I'm trying not to get emotional. I fucking don't like it. It's okay. You do. But you think. We can you cut think anything. You're not going to get in. <laughs> you're not going to do something mm-hmm. 
that you've thought of that you and you end up doing it. Like mm-hmm. you just give yourself the time and then everyone should give themselves the credit of you did do that. Yeah. And I think everyone needs to take a moment to do that sometimes. I think it's helpful. And I think it's hard. Like, yeah, I don't ever oh, do that. Absolutely. But it's nice when I have someone like you to be like, Dustin, you know what you fucking did? Like, yeah, this podcast isn't even the biggest thing in the fucking world. But you created something you wanted to fucking yes. do and now you do it. Yes. It's fucking. You did all the shit that in, that in, that's involved in it, too. Yeah. You were like, oh, you know what? Today, I'm not just going to wake up and, like, live. I'm going to wake up and do shit. And yeah. you fucking did that shit. And you did the shit too. Thank you. And it's fucking That's fucking cool. It's fucking dope as shit. Yes. And I think we just need to like talk about that more. And I mean, I am You not- should be like everybody's hype person. Thank you. One time my cousin, um, who I was really close to, she said that I was a forceful motivator. And I really enjoyed being called a forceful motivator. So I totally agree with that. I mean, literally just everything you said to me, like, I think you could be like almost someone's therapist or somebody that's like, hey, let me tell you what you're doing good to like build you up a little bit. I think that you. you definitely are very good at that. Thank you. I just, I feel like everybody, I mean, I'm not perfect. I'll no point that out. No one's perfect. Um, And I mean, I had I, I'm going to point out again, I had therapy today, so <laughs> things are better than they usually are. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I I really like to see like like there are, there are so many flavors of people out there. Yeah. And not everyone is going to like your flavor, you know? Not everyone yeah. and not everyone's going to like your cup of tea that you no, you present. Not. You know, it might be too hot, it might be like too bitter, it might be whatever, XYZ, you know? But like your cup of tea is your cup of tea. And you are exactly what you need to be. Yeah. And I I don't often see that myself. And like sometimes like I I feel like selfishly I build up other people to build up myself. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily like a good thing or a bad thing. I sometimes think about that Friends episode. There's a Friends episode that really like sticks with me. And it's... I love Friends. <laughs> do you remember? There's an episode where... Phoebe and Joey are in an argument and Joey is going to do a telethon and Phoebe is like, I'm, I want to do good things. Like I want to be a good person. I'm a good person. I try to do good things to just genuinely be a good person. And Joey's like, you only do those good things because it makes you feel good. I remember that episode. Yeah. Yes. I think about that often. And I also, I often wonder if I do things, do good things because I want to genuinely do those good things with no like no like uh gratitude gratitude or like any like reward or if i want to do those good things because like i genuinely want to do those good things and i often think about that probably more than any human being should but (laughs) i think about that a lot and um in the end, I don't know if it matters because you like just do good things. Like just be a good person. Just try to try to try to like put as much good as you can in this world before you leave it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. That's what your energy should be uh, your energy should be spelled on or, or given to. Yeah. Is being a good person because if you're a good person then a lot of other things come with it. Yeah. I mean and, and like 
you shouldn't do like the good things to like get the good things, but like you do it because it's it's the right thing. It's you know? the right thing. You're to not do. trying to get a reward out of it. It's, yeah, I do it because I listen to somebody talk about something because they need to hear somebody. Yeah, I, I mean, to- and even if you do it for the good things, like if you're doing like just a generally good thing, like if you're volunteering at a food bank and you're only doing it so that you can post about how you volunteer on a food bank, like you volunteered at a food bank. You provided a service and good. True, but those are, <laughs> I would say that people like that where it's like you have to show. I think we're we're in a stage where like, yeah, I like to post uh, shit that I do, but like I don't, hmm. I think sometimes there's a double-edged sword where it's you're posting it just to be like, look what I did to mm-hmm. get, you want the gratitude yeah. coming to you. Yeah. And I think there's a difference of that. And I would say- if you're posting for awareness or posting for somebody to mm-hmm. give you something, like, look what I'm so awesome that I did that. Mm-hmm. But that just depends on the person's heart. Yeah. So you can't judge their heart on the whatever. Like, But I feel like your heart is like complicated. I, I feel like I no. you're not going to post this podcast because we talk about too much shit. Like, this is going to be a six hour long podcast. But You think <laughs> I'm not going to post this podcast? I don't know. We're you talking think about I'm so just much shit. <laughs> not gonna post it. You're know. crazy, Kristen. Uh, okay, so um, you think I'm not gonna? Wait, I don't understand that. You think I'm not gonna post the podcast? Well, I don't think know. I just had it here to be fucked up for no reason. Just taking the one train back. Ah, anyways, Kristen, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are you kidding um, though? Are yes, kidding, I'm kidding. Though? I'm kidding. I just I'm feel like kidding. we're connecting so much more than we thought we would, and so we're talking about a lot more stuff. No, I love so that. Though. Like, but that's also what it is. Half like the time. That's when I say like podcast. when you ask me about having uh do I want this to be monetized? I'm like, yeah, I'd like to make money, but like that's not my number one focus. Mm-hmm. My number of focus is like, yeah, sometimes I bring people on here to be like I want to connect with them more. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I asked you on here because I wanted to connect with you. And that could mean whatever for our future, like mm-hmm. us connecting more and people, like when we we're out BFFs, together, like hanging fuck out, you, talking Miles. and stuff. Yeah, fuck that guy. But <laughs> like that's, I want to connect with that person or I can mm-hmm. think I can, um, we don't talk on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. We don't message all the time. We literally, when's the last time we ever, we, well, I don't think you have my phone number. I do have your phone do number. Do you? We only message um, on Instagram, which I thought was Well, hysterical. I messaged you on Instagram because I was like, if I text this number and it's not Dustin, that's going to be awkward. So I'm just going to like not text it. <laughs> well, I thought about that. I was like, do Chris and I have the same phone? But like, don't we know. don't text on a regular basis. No. Like we literally, when's a lot? I don't, couldn't even tell you. I don't know. But we meet no. up at situations, social gatherings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we talk and everything. And I always want to talk to you. Yeah. I always want to so talk to you. I, we definitely felt the same thing. It was like, that's why I was like, I want to sit with her and just drink with her and talk with her uh, and connect yeah. with her so yeah so i posted something today on my instagram and Bo. uh so instagram uh, so um <laughs> cut that part just that tiny bit um so um ellie was like playing Fortnite with bone winston today and she had to do something so she put me on and i talked to Bo about naruto and i fucking love naruto naruto is the best um anyways um so <laughs> I, was, I was talking to fuck you Nerd. i was talking to um Bo about naruto and then i was and then Bo was like wait do I have your phone number? And I was like, I don't know. Do you? And um, so I gave him my phone number and he was like, actually, I don't. 
because I've gone through so many phone numbers because I've, uh, there's, that's a whole other story. I've had a very colorful mosaic life. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he texted me this photo of me dancing and I, when I was in, honestly, like my whole life, I've just been really like self-conscious about everything. My whole life, myself, like everything. Um, in high school, like I was very much teased about like my appearance. I was told I was really fat. I was told I was like really ugly. I was told I was like X Y Z, and like that's regard. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But like, regardless of what it was, if it was true or not, because I feel like all of those things it wasn't are, like, true. But pers- okay, those are perspectives, and like perspectives are those perspectives are not are facts. Bullshit, but perspectives okay. are not facts. And true. It, it it all only but matters facts, what I <laughs> you're not that. So, Thank you very okay. much. Um but I, I was people. very much like teased in, in high school um about like who my just who I was as a person. And it sucked and I never really felt like I could be who I was. And then in college I thought it was like, ah, oh, yes. And that's why that's a big part of why I wanted to leave. I wanted mm-hmm. to get out of out of yeah. the boundaries. I wanted to know no one. And, um, I was the exact same way. So I see, totally understand that. Yeah. You just want to like start fresh. I and was like, I want people to know who I am and I can rebuild that. Yeah. Be who you are yeah. without like these preconceived notions. Yeah. And I went to school with the same people from kindergarten to 12th grade. So yeah, I had no wiggle room, but, um, in high school, I was teased. And then in college, I was like, this is going to be amazing. Like I can be whoever I want. And in college, like, there was this one particular person who told me I was a horrible dancer. Terrible. And then- I saw you post that today. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought it was very interesting. Someone told me I was a terrible dancer. And I didn't think too much about it, but then they continued to tell me I was a terrible dancer. And I... It shouldn't have affected me that much, but like since when you when you're getting a degree in like a performance, yeah, you're like, thing, wait, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, you think like, okay, well, that avenue is completely cut off for me because I can I, never dance. I can never dance. Yes, yeah, so I can't you, do. Oh, that. you're a horrible singer. All right, cool. Yeah, I can never. I can sing never a song sing. Yeah, and so that avenue is completely cut off from you. You feel like you can't continue to like pursue whatever that might be. Um, so I didn't really feel like I could like do this thing, and I couldn't like be. I don't know. And well, I, it's I also really like did. a freedom thing. It's like, I mean, when someone says like, you can't yeah. dance well. It's like, it's a free, like dancing is, I can't dance well. And I'll own that shit all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But it's like a freedom of like, you express yourself in that moment. It's very yeah. expressive art form. Dance is just like your body, You're like doing expressing shit. what you feel. Yeah. And like, there, there should be nothing ever wrong with how you move your body. No. There should never be something wrong with that. But I really like, I mean, my whole life, I really just genuinely didn't, I tried to fit into all of these like social norms. I tried to like, I mean, like anime, which is Japanese cartoons. I, I fucking love that shit. Yeah, my roommate when uh, I was is a, kid, a big fan of anime. Oh, when I was a kid, I love that shit. And I stopped because like I was teased. I stopped liking certain things. I stopped fitting into these things. Because, like, people would comment on it and make me feel so isolated and alone. And yeah. I hated it. And I felt like I just had no one. And I felt like I was, I I couldn't, I couldn't do those things because it was either, like, you can be yourself or you can have no one. Hmm. And so, like, what do you choose? And so I choose to, like, I chose. Did I you cho- think that was mostly just in high school? 
I felt like it was mostly in high school, but you know when when you grow up eighteen years with these like these are yeah these, it, it these carries things, with you. you you take them with sure, you, yeah. and so in college I took a lot of that stuff with me and like honestly further on, but um like I never went to parties until I unless I was invited specifically invited, um and um but but all that besides besides the fact like I I just generally didn't generally didn't feel like I could do certain things when someone blatantly told me I was bad at it. Um, because I didn't want to deal with the feelings I felt when someone told me that. Mm -hmm. And, um, granted it could have been just one person's opinion, but I did, I wasn't raised to feel like that was, that was one person's opinion. That's like, don't, don't, don't put too much stock in that. That's, it's whatever. Everybody has their own opinions. I was really raised to believe like what you heard was what you believed. And so I really yeah. didn't, I thought, you know, like I was really trained to believe like what someone says, what someone who like, like this person was a dancer, considered a dancer in our, in like our department. And when they told me I couldn't dance, I was like, okay, you know better than I do. You're a professional in quote unquote, uh, professional in this, in this like particular field, I will believe you. I will not do this. And then it continued to be like, really like, uh, become like in ingrained in me. But so, but I, I connect with this, uh, in the singing level, I guess, but I mean, no one should ever be shutting somebody down in an educational level. At I all. agree. I agree. And I think agree. it's, you can tell, I think it's important to say, like, yes, I'm not someone that's going to be in fucking, what's a dancer fucking musical that I can't uh, think of? Ooh, Thoroughly play. Modern Millie. Was I'm not fucking, hey, I'm not fucking in that. I'm not, no. that's not my talent. I know that. Yes. I think there's a, a thing about being real about something. Yeah. But. But I, I can also like do a two step. And I can when like I heard that, when, when someone told me, Dustin, you cannot sing, I can learn how to, I'm actually not that bad of a singer. I know that I I think when you shut somebody down and not give them the option to work on that, when you immediately say like you can't do that and then you're shutting them off from learning it, I think you're you're doing everybody a disservice and I think that's actually just bullshit. I think you should give people the chance to learn. I mm -hmm. I mean, I also believe in the fact of being like point blanks telling people like I don't think this is your thing. But it should be more of a combo than cutting somebody like, out. Like, I don't but. think you should do this professionally, but I don't think you should, like, cut this out of your life. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can either yeah. work on it or whatever, but I don't think this should be, like, my own focus. Which yeah. I appreciate. Like, yeah, my main focus right. should never be singing an opera song. Absolutely. I totally know. Yeah, I, shouldn't, I should not, like, fucking do a dance-heavy show, and that's fine. But, like, it, it, it's... But it's, to, to try to cut it out and be like, you can't ever work on it or anything... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is bullshit, and that yeah. person is a fucking idiot. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, I, I, you know, and so all this getting to the point, like I, um, I posted that because like Bo sent me that photo. He was like, "I want you to see this. Like, I want you to see that you this this photo of you like fucking like killing on the dance floor." And I was, I remember, like, I mean, I it was not long ago, but I went to their wedding, and. I danced so much, and I had oh, so yeah. much fun. I had so much. so much fun. Yeah, I'm not a dancer either. I'm like, I remember bringing it down the dance floor, but it's like, yes. 
knowing that it's like, yeah, I'm not. I know I'm not a professional no, dancer, but like I can dance at a wedding and have dance. a fun time. Yes, exactly. And like I love dancing, and I didn't think I ever did because I like cut that out. I was like, you can't, because you can't like said that. You're because bad at it. this, because I was told I was bad at it, and I, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm so tired of being criticized for the things that I'm not good at. I'm tired of being criticized. Like. I, I never felt like I was attractive, so I, like, never, like, tried to be a, tried to ever, like, fit in that. Like, I never tried to, like, dress up or do anything like that because I was like, you know what? I'm not attractive, so I'm not going to try so people can't tell me I'm not. And I see your face, but I know. No, because um, it's fucking bullshit. You know, I just don't, I, I, it's, it's, it's just one of those I things under- where, like. I'm trying to be like, yeah, I understand that feeling. Mm-hmm. I totally get it because mm-hmm. I've felt that in all sorts of situations, too. Mm-hmm. But it's just. Mind-boggling to me that people would say that. Do you feel like people said that to you point blank? Like that's crazy. I had a lot of like. I mean, my high, my town was tough. It was really, really tough. Um, and I'm not even. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. It was. It was tough. And my hometown, like, um, particularly the women, which like it's so surprising that I grew up to be like so like like really support women, really like talk about women, like really uplift women, but. The women in my town, it felt like we were always competing against each other. And um, I remember I was uh, I was working at a bank, um, and I was like a, a loan clerk. I literally just filed shit. But there was a woman. She was 29 years old. And she – the one thing I remember the most about her is that she kept saying that she would die alone. Like she was like, I'm, I'm too old. Like no one's ever going to want me. No one likes me. And I was like, oh, you're 29. You're right. They won't. And I, that was so ingrained in my head that like after a certain age, you were a spinster, you were done. And now I can look back and be like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? But I mean, at that time, like it, it was in this town, this very small, like pond. We were a pond. We were a puddle. We were a puddle of people. And this puddle of people really like thought like, you know, there's there's only so many chances you get to like have this this picture perfect life that has been set for you where you have like a certain amount of kids, you have like a marriage, you have a life, you have an income, you have a house, you have blah, X, Y, Z, whatever. You have all of this. And if you don't have any part of this, you are not worthy. And I don't think it was an, an intentional, I, I don't want to put that on my town that like that was an intentional um, expectation mm-hmm. of people. Um, but specifically women, it was very hard to be in a small town. You, you were expected to live the life you you that was set up for you and that that was expected of you and um i remember growing up and really thinking that was what it was supposed to be and that's why i went to school to be an an educator because i was like ah that's a perfect there was a roadmap that was getting a roadmap that was giving to you that was like follow this roadmap and then this is and your life will be good you'll be good but you'll be happy um I am so much more than my meat sack. 
I am so much more than that. Like, that's what it is. Like, this is just, like, all organs and, like, things that, like, keep my heart pumping. I've never heard anyone say that it's a meat sack. I fucking love that. uh, I want to... This will go on the podcast. My best friend, my Miles, her name is Emma. Who the fuck is Emma? Emma is the love of my life. Oh, she Does is she my best friend. she listen to this friend. podcast? I don't care about it. I'm going to okay. send it to her and she will listen to this podcast. Shout out, Emma. She Emma, does. you want to be on this podcast? She's also the hottest person I've ever met in my entire life. Fact. Is she Shakira? I'm going to show you a picture and you're going to live. I'll literally be like, marry me immediately. No. Absolutely. She's fucking hot. Um, She's my best friend. And she's the only reason that I am like a normal human being because we. She's not the only reason though. Oh, thank she's, you. She's she's part of it. We in saved the sense each of, other. Hey, I truly feel like we saved learned, each other. You've just dealt with so much bullshit. Well, this is my best friend. Oh yeah, she's hot as fuck. I know she's fucking hot. She'd be a girl that walk in the room and be like, "Yeah, I have no reason or just like I can't talk to her." I know she's nuts. She's. And she, I literally, she's would, a mom. I would look at her and I'd be she like, has a yep, baby. can't talk to her. She has a child. Can you imagine that? No. Can't. I know because she's so fucking hot. It's nuts. I love her so much. And she saved, she saved me. Like we saved each other. And I, I honestly like can thank her and my drama teacher for like just getting me out of that like loop that wow. I could have been in. It's time for Rapid Shots. We're going to do Rapid Shots with Chris and Hazel, okay? All right. I got 10 questions. I'll take 10 sips. See, I I mean, it's a little tricky of a title because I'm like, oh, should we take 10 shots? I'm like, if I take 10 shots, I I would be dead. Are you kidding me? I can take 10 sips, but I'm already pretty drunk, but we'll... I'll be with you. Let's do this. Okay, you ready? All right. Yeah. One. Who is your best friend? Emma Divator. I give you a million dollars right now. What's the first thing that you buy? I would buy like 10 houses and I would just give them to people. 10 houses need specifically? Them. How many dollars did you give me? A million. A million. A million. Okay, so that's $100,000 per house. You can make a... T- we're breaking it you down can step by step. 10,000. Like you, you can make 10 houses that are $100,000 worth houses that are pretty damn good. Tiny houses. Have you ever seen Tiny Home? Yeah. You can make 10,000 houses. No, actually, okay. I'm going to make nine houses. I'm going to use $100,000 and I'm going to pay off my student loans. And then I'm going to live off of... Because I'm really fucking frugal. I'm going to live off of the rest of the money for like a certain period of time. I'm going to at least have it in my savings so that I can have it as like a backup thing. <laughs> I'm going to have like a certain job, but then I'm going to make nine houses because like who needs a million dollars? That's fucking stupid. I'm going to give $900,000 to nine people who really need it. You are a better person than I am um, completely. Let me tell you what I would have said. If you give me a million dollars right now, I would have went. I would have went and bought a pickup truck immediately. That's, That's it. a very expensive pickup truck. You can yeah. buy a pickup truck. I mean, yeah, it doesn't money. have to be a million dollar pickup truck. But I'm just. Well, saying, what are you gonna do with the rest of the money? You got to think about these things. But again, this the me and you are too different. Like I was saying, the first thing you want to buy, you broke that shit down. You broke it down. I think a lot. You do. I think too much. And I like that. Thank okay. you. I appreciate it. All right, what's your favorite place to shop? To get clothes and everything. Clothes? 
There's a good place. You got go, a place to go. Like, I, I'm um, going to get a new shirt. I'm honestly, go to this place. okay, Target or Old Navy, I'll go for clothes. But, like, you. random stuff, awesome. I'm going to go to. I'm gonna go to Trader Joe's. I fucking okay. love Trader Joe's. They have shit that you never think about, like <laughs> pumpkin gnocchi. What? 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 Who, th- who thought gnocchi? about that? Who thought about that? I'm down. Nobody, Chris. Nobody. nobody Trader that. fucking Joe's. Um, first impression of Dusty. <gasps> uh cute, odd. Not odd. No, 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 not odd. odd. I take it back. Cute, cute, intimidating. Okay. I thought you were very cute and very intimidating. I mean, I want to go into the odd thing, but like, I I said odd because it w- I'm drunk. That's literally <laughs> it. And odd and intimidating seem like very synonymous. All right, Thank what you. is Kristen's biggest pet peeve? When people smack their lips, I fucking hate it. So when they do like, like oh yes. I'm not a huge sound person. Do you ever quite? Do you ever call people out when they do that? I have in the past, but in the end, it's like it's my own issue. So like, like. So it's okay, like. So now, is it like okay, a thing okay. where it's like? I want to point out that Dustin was doing that to upset me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. no. But do you have friends that do it naturally yes. that you just don't say anything about? No, because like it's just who they are as a person, and like it's okay. It's it's just. Hey, a Kristen, we'll go to the bar making. later. <laughs> And then you just you're living in that hatred. You're just like, it is okay. I do not say anything because it is timed. Like when they finish nice their person. meal, when they finish their meal, they'll be done smacking their lips. I'm not gonna say anything because it's like what twenty minutes of discomfort. Was it aggressive or, smacking the lips, or is it literally like a small thing? Literally like- anything. I'm a sound person. I have like a lot of issues with sound. Um, I I don't know what it comes from, but like. When I hear like small, like, oh, we had a dog barking all the time in our, I'm sorry, I told you it was not going to be 30 minute answers, but we had a dog barking in my apartment and it drove me fucking nuts. (laughs) And I can only handle like a certain like repetitive sounds for a certain amount of time. But when someone is finishing a meal, that is, that's an acceptable amount of time. To like eat the way that you have eaten your whole fucking life. <laughs> I can I can swallow my damn issues for those 30 minutes that it takes you to eat your eat your food. It's fine. You know, if it take if you're like smacking your lips every hour on the hour constantly, like maybe I'll say something, but like it's my own issue. It's why I wear like earplugs and an eye mask when I sleep. Is because like I fucking can't. It's my own issue. You're mm. just uh, you. You have to deal with it. You okay. have to deal with your own issue sometimes okay. when they right. don't like affect other people. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, dream vacation spot? Mm. New Zealand. I have a best friend who lives in New Zealand, and I love her with my whole heart, and I want to see her so bad, and New Zealand is like, it's like everything. It's got all of the like tundras, not tundras. That's all not, the tundras. All of the, all of the it's climates, all the, all the tundras. It's got all the climates. It's like mountainous, and it's also like beachy, and it's also like everything. The hot, like. Lord of the Rings was filmed there. And if you like True. think of Lord of the Rings, you think of fucking New Zealand. And I'm going to go there. Bet. So I New Zealand. That. Okay, cool. All right. Would you rather fight a crocodile or a shark? 
Um, okay. A shark if we're on land, a crocodile if we're at sea. No, I'm not going to fight a crocodile. I'm going to fight a shark because I can't swim. <laughs> okay. And so if I'm going to fight a shark, I will be on land because I can't swim. Okay, and you so can't do that. no, all right. Fuck. fuck no, me. hey, there were no rules. That's true. You're there right. No rules. Right. I'm going to fight a shark because okay. I'll be on land or like mid like 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 shallow sea. And I feel like I would have the advantage because I can put my feet on the ground. Okay. All right. But um, I will die either way. <laughs> I will uh, fail. I um, will fucking die. What are what are the color of your boyfriend's eyes? Brown. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering if I could put that in. You'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. What are they? He has brown eyes. Brown eyes. All right. Favorite Disney character ever? Tiana from uh, from. Um, uh, uh, so quick, <laughs> so quick. No, okay, okay, I love that. no, Tiana from uh, The Princess and the Frog. She works fucking hard for what she wants. She works hard, she works fucking hard. And I love that movie, The Princess and the Frog, came out when I was way too old to really like love the like Disney princess thing. But I don't know, I just Princess and the Frog is something I'll put on when I like can't sleep. I love her. Okay. She fucking works hard for the shit she wants. And she don't need no man, but she chooses this man. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. Okay. I love that. All right. Uh, last one. What's your life motto, Kristen? We're all just walking each other home. Aw. That's so cute. Um, That was dope. Kristen, I want to thank you for being on. Absolutely. And I appreciate the fact that you wanted to be on so much. the most. And <laughs> I, I just think it's fucking awesome. I, I love that. And you are welcome here anytime. If you're like, Dustin, I got some shit to say. By all means, be like, text me. I have be a like, whole yeah, other podcast. We'll talk about some other shit. Not obsessed I just want you to know that it's an open invitation anytime you ever want to be on. If you're like, I want to talk about some shit right now. Thank you. If you want to just say shit. I'm here for you. Thank you. Um, thank you for being on. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for connecting with me. Um, anything you want to promote? Anything we can uh, look you out on or uh, look up for you? What's Chris and Hasty Dolan they want us to look into? I would also like to promote two things. One is just the Infinite Variety Productions Instagram or just like their whole everything. It is a theater company that is there to really like uplift women in history who who are just forgotten, who people are like, fuck that, I don't need to think about that. But like history was written by like a lot of men and I get it, but like <laughs> women were there too. We're like 50% of the population. So like, wow. Listen to um, So maybe like, Follow Infinite Variety Productions. IVP NYC um, is on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find them um, or find me. I'm Kristen Hasty, and my profile picture currently, as of uh, December 6th, 
2021 is me looking at a piece of cake very longingly in the sunset. <laughs> um, you can find me and I will point you in the right direction. Um, so p- support them, support women in theater. Um, and then uh, lastly, a uh, very selfish plug. I am an artist and I need money. So please, <laughs> please support my art page. It's on Instagram. It's at Hasty Doodle. Hasty Doodle. Hasty Doodle. Um, I just do art and I make stuff. And if you want anything, I'll make it. She makes dope shit. She's an incredibly talented artist. Um, dope shit. Her uh, page will be linked in on, on the post and everything. Um, Again, <laughs> <That's> Kristen. <it. laughs> Thank you for fucking talking, drinking with me, spending your time with me. Um, It has been a pleasure to connect with you again, and I appreciate that. Um, Like, subscribe to the podcast. Um, uh, Everybody, we have hit over 5,000 downloads and everything, which is dope. Um, And uh, if you hear this, you listen to the end of the podcast, send me a text. Uh, Drinks on me. If you uh, hear this, just send me a text. I'll buy you a drink. So, here we go. Um, drinks on Dusty Veil, but everybody, everywhere, merchandise is being created. Um, what, what are these? Coasters are created right now. They'll be sent out to everybody, and I'll there'll be a bars fucking everywhere. And I appreciate everybody's, um, um, every just just fucking talking to me about this podcast and letting me know what you like about it. Kristen, you're fucking awesome. I appreciate you, and thanks for drinking and hanging out with me today. Okay. Anytime. Drinks on Dusty. We out. Bye. Bye. Drinks on Dusty. Wrap it up. Leave it in hot. Like, I don't know. I'm drunk.